This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero, Dr. Stone, Jujutsu Kaisen, Mission Yozakura Family, and Ayashimon week to week. Back this week covering weekly Shonen Jump issues number five and six. I'm your host, Eagle. Knox. And I'm Mel Yenis. And as always, before we get started, we would ask that you take a look in that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter online communities like Discord, audio listening platforms to consume the podcast on, as well as links to support the podcast like our Patreon or our online shop. And while we're talking about the online shop, we just wanted to mention that we have a bunch of new merch in there. So um, go and check that out. It's a lot of really dope merch. We collaborated with a few amazing artists on Twitter on some new designs inspired by anime and manga tropes. So we're really excited about that. Give it a look. And uh, we would really appreciate if you cop some of that merch. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, we try our best to make sure it's top of the line merch. And I feel like a lot of people that have bought it would vouch for that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's free. Your support, priceless. Hey, also, yeah. while you're down there, you'll find a uh, convenient timestamps to navigate yourself through the video and avoid the spoilers for sections that you are not current in the manga, if you so choose. Yeah. Also, while you're down there, um, like the goddamn video and subscribe to the channel for more Fire okay. Weekly content. Yes. Word said, uh, what a fire we can jump. Yeah, another break after this, though. It's brutal. Another break for so Jeez like we'll, me. yeah. So well, there's no jump. There's no shonen jump next week. It's like 14 days before the next chapters come out. Yeah, oh that's how it was last season too, though. That like, is how yeah. it is at the beginning of every year. Yeah, like sometimes it's they be doing like this, but yeah. you know. Yeah, whatever we got we, we, we got content to spare. Long haul. Yeah, we'll have content, you know, for the the next break in the meantime so that'll be cool yeah 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 so yeah well let's get right into it um ayasimon chapter seven you will make a pretty piece yes love this chapter yeah we start off the chapter with like um kind of the gang cleaning up the base they come back or um what's his name comes back the little frog guy comes back and he's like oh big sis i bought you some lunch and some you know some uh Something to drink and a bunch Thanks, of others. Whatever you need. Yeah, starting to feel like a little team. I think this They're is. They're cleaning up. <laughs> I think this is a. <clears throat> excuse me. I think this is a new um, location. I don't think we knew that they had this bar before. No, this like... is the same. This is the same hideout they just took from the other gang, right? Um. Well, I thought yeah. that they destroyed that like place that they were originally like fighting in when yeah. she first brought up. They like they fixed office. it up. Yeah, they destroyed the office, and then like this is like a bar. Like this is. They I think... said it's an abandoned bar. Yeah. That oh, they true, knew about. True. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is like our first time, kind of like seeing this new little hideout that they've got which is cool that they're posted up in a bar i like that a lot i think that that's a cool it's location cool that we, yeah. yeah yeah the location is tight it's cool that we got to see a couple like just the two different sides of Urara's personality where like she comes up on the people helping and then then yeah. 
And she's like, oh, you guys are moving shit. Like, it's cool to see some uh, some real men around here doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I she guys. And then she's like, oh, this is dirty. You fucking idiots can't even clean up. What the fuck is wrong with you? I should just get rid of you myself. Like, yo. Yeah. And they're like, yo. And, and yeah. she's like, this is where you say I'm sorry, bitch. Yeah. And like, it's crazy with them. Yeah. yeah. Was so same, same page, too, for both panels. You get her, like, eyes closed, like, smiling. Like, you guys are so useful. And then, like, literally, like, same position underneath bottom right panels. Just like, hey. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you guys fucking I think, suck. <laughs> I think she's just trying to figure out what way to handle them, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, she's like, oh, they'll take either type of abuse. Yeah, because, like, because cause at first she's like, yo, you guys are cool. You guys are useful. And, and he's like, oh, uh, sure. But then as soon yeah. as she cusses them out, they're like, yeah, yeah, turn that shit up. And it's like, okay, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, no, it's and then uh, like, oh um sure after being like really flattering and then she's like really harsh on them she's like that's what you say i'm sorry elder sister. i'm sorry elder sister and he's like and even like the frog guy is just like he looks way happier about the scolding and he's just like uh where's the other guy <laughs> yeah it's like this is how y'all live huh y'all just constantly getting berated and cussed out and beat up yeah. and like that's the life Wait, for y'all like you all guys, right you guys were bullying me yeah <laughs> and then uh on the next page here we get um what the fuck? Mauro the goat. sitting here cracked out on the couch. They're like, yeah, he's been reading manga for the last 12 hours. And, and she's like, and he's he, just he's like, like me. 12 hours and it killed me in my reaction stream. Uh, Mello is in the chat. He said, hashtag me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah I was he's dead. just like me for real. I spent too much time reading. Uh, yeah, dude. I love that. But yeah, no. I, I love, I love that. I wondered what, uh, I couldn't read the cover on the manga so if anybody in the comments like knows translation stuff like that hold on reading, if it's katakana if it's katakana i might i might be able to do something here hold on I lot. i'm trying to see what it looks like i can't really tell like visually what it looks like on the cover it looks uh, like a fancy I'm, hair like a high collared shirt yeah I'm uh, not honestly try. <laughs> it, it kind of looked like uh like city hunter kind of like thing yeah like i was thinking maybe he's reading city hunter um just because like he he kind of focuses on like the older manga like kinshiro yeah. and dragon balls and stuff. right right yeah it would have to be, it feels like it would be like and i don't remember exactly what time period we're in right the now hair? i, like, I want to say we're in late 90s in the setting of mm -hmm. of ayashimon so the yeah, hair like, look at those tracksuits the hair on the dude on the cover and the collar of the shirt he's wearing makes me think that it looks like um, Jonathan Joestar. Oh, oh, sure, but it definitely doesn't say JoJo on the on the top of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't make out all of the the characters per, uh, honestly. Yeah, but if but, anybody in the comments would yeah. like, let us know, please. Um, yeah, yeah, let us know. I'm kind of interested to see what. Uh, I don't know. On the very top of the spine, you. that kind of does look like J O. Yeah, but oh. <laughs> Yeah, I see, I see what you're talking about right now. Yeah, it does on the spine have like a J and an O. On the middle right panel page, yeah. three. Oh. Yeah, but those just that's just not the characters on the on maybe. the title. Yeah, there's just yeah uh, maybe maybe it is, and maybe I just have no idea what I'm talking about. But either yeah, way, I don't know. It's also, just like I said, just the hair and the collar, of the shirt yeah. he's wearing reminded me of what mm -hmm. Jonathan Joestar looked like. You know, but like a lot of the like a lot of the you know um, earlier 
you know, manga characters all kind of had, like, there was, like, a shared aesthetic inside of, mm-hmm. like, manga art, especially, like, earlier, where everybody, everything looked like it was coming from, like, Sub- Cyborg 009 or, or Kenshiro, yeah. Fist of the North Star. Like, there were multiple mangaka that were kind of just, like, borrowing that character design aesthetic you know what i mean like you see it a lot in comic books like especially in Mm -hmm. earlier like golden age stuff like everything in like the west kind of like felt like neil adams art you know what i mean or like john yeah android kikaider yeah kikaider was my shit bro i need to watch that that was one of my real throwback loves you know yeah i love that opening like late night cartoon network yeah um that opening so nostalgic with like like anime and shit yeah and i I remember i asked you like what is that anime with the robot character where his head is like half split down the middle split down the middle and one's half is lower and you were like oh android kakaider that was my shit that was my shit that's a series that i saw late night cartoon network never saw through because they always did that shit where they would run like the same 10 episodes on a loop you know what i mean and, yeah, uh, it was very random yeah. feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I got to figure out where you can watch that and, and watch it through. There's man. so many. Yeah, like I'll, I'll, send, I'll, I'll, I'll like literally send you the like fucking site. Yeah, I'll send you the site right now. I, I loved Android Kakaider, man. It had like such a such uh, a I don't such a pirate m- anime, sir. Oh well, whatever. Go, I'm just kidding. Go, 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 <laughs> go, go check go check Funimation then. Good luck. I don't fucking know like how to <laughs> VRV to or whatever. Get another country account. Come on. But yeah, dude. That's that just was, funny. That was my shit, dude. Such a memorable like opening theme. It's like no, there's no dialogue. There's like no singing. It's literally just like acoustic guitar. Like fucking love that shit. But yeah, man. And I don't remember anything about the plot or anything. I just remember it being a show that I that I loved a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Yeah, it was a good one. But getting back to Ayashimon, I love this next scene that we get where, um, you know, these big mafia suit guys and the syndicates pull it up and uh, Urara kind of like pulls a strand of hair out and like loops it around to create like, you know, a telescoping like binocular effect or something to kind of like just see farther into the distance. I think that's cool. It made me like ask myself like, yeah, like if it's like if her powers are like hair, you know what I mean? Like if her powers like come from her hair, that'll be really cool. But whenever I whenever it's early in a series and the power system's kind of getting fleshed out, I I always ask myself like, is this a special technique of the individual or is this like just shared energy system stuff that like people would be able to tap into in some kind right, of Right, can way. anyone just take up? Yeah, just... yeah, you know what I mean? Like, is that just like, you know, base level, you know, uh, power Do they have stuff a or... talent for it? Yeah, you know, or is, yeah, like, exactly. Right, cool. But I, I think we can, um, we could be pretty confident that Arara's powers are going to like, kind of just come from her hair in various ways, which would just I be really think cool so. too. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was looking through this because of like Jujutsu Kaisen and Ayashimon, they have a lot of yokai and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Ones that I found was the Heria, Heriona, okay. um, which is frightening female ghoul in Japanese mythology. Her name means barbed woman. Oh. Um, is said to be a beautiful woman with extremely long hair tipped with thorn-like barbs. Hair is under her direct control and she uses it to ensnare men. Said mm. to wander the roads. And when she finds a young man, she'll smile at him. And if the young man dares to smile back, Heriona go, will... Drop her terrible barbed hair intact. So I thought about like how they met along the side of a road, yeah. and she was smiling at him the first time she met him. Yeah, and wow. like even like in the first two pages where she meets these minions, she smiles at them, and then she's like, "Okay, yeah, no, I can be catty to you now." Yeah, I, I like I think it's like maybe it's her yokai nature is to like smile first and then react later. Yeah, um, that's cool. But like definitely because like she has a ton of hair, so yeah. like, to me it makes sense, and she does have like. 
the horn, hair horns and the sharp teeth, the, like the barbs to me kind of make sense. Yeah. I can't um, wait to see her finally turn up. I know that that's like being saved. And it's, yeah. It's going to be like epic when she finally, you know, gets down to business with whatever her fighting style is or, or whatever. I just I can't wonder wait to see that shit. I kind of want to see what her like true form is. Type shit. Yeah. I want to see like yeah. what her Ayashimon, you know, like yokai form is and how. And it's and it's just such a good idea from Yuji Kaku to like put the focus on Maru, obviously because he's the main character. You want to see him do his thing, but then the Deuteragonist is being built up at the same time. And I can't remember too many, um, you know, series where they don't just put you know cards on the table in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially for a character like Maruo, who is brand new to this life and this underworld of Ayashimon. You know what I mean? Like, you'd think that the Deuteragonist who has stake in the game, who comes from this lifestyle, would put their abilities on display, you know, pretty early so that you could just have that. You know what I mean? But they're they're really just letting Maruo go with his punching thing while she just kind of sits back and delegates and, you know, provides exposition on the world around them whenever it makes sense. And whenever it finally comes down to, like, let's see what Urara can do, the amount of time that it's taken to kind of get there is going to make that really epic. I think that's going to be a drastic payoff. I can't wait for that. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I really enjoy the transition from page five into like basically the transition through like page, like the next phase after they're just like, hey, there's a lot of these yokai out there during the day. That's kind of weird. We should uh, lay low. Yeah. Yeah. But like, she's. She's the brains. She's great. She, like, sees them. She's like, oh, she already knows that Aumio agent, like, leaked information about them, is already connecting the dots. And then, um, the little guy. What little guy? Our, our, our little guy. Oh, oh you know, the dude the whose boy. face goes, like, red or black or whatever color yeah, that is. I hope it's, he, he I hope t- it's, like, red or, like, some other kind of, like color because that's like dark blue yeah yeah, some shit that's just like so Um, awkward stark black i don't know what i really want i really want his like um i I want to see i want to see what it is because um part of me thinks of um there's like a japanese story called tofu boy and it's like a one-eyed long-tongued little kid that like sneaks up around like sneaks up on you and like offers you tofu and then like oh, wow. if it's normal tofu it's fine and if it's like m- like you might eat it and then you'll notice it's like molding and like be dying i yeah. was like okay it's kind of interesting that like he goes out of his way to give gifts of food so like maybe that's his thing so like yeah it'd be kind of funny to call him soy boy or something. yeah <laughs> oh yeah because uh, so, he, he's definitely an herbivore like, yeah type uh, shit and no, he's a, he's, a, he's a little guy. Um, yeah. So what's up with this, like, weapon that the... Um, I, I already can't remember her name. I know that we got it last chapter or the chapter before or something like that. The chick with the tattoo the, gun? The, the, yeah, the chick... Oh, it's a tattoo gun. Okay. I think it's a Dremel, actually. What is oh. that? I have no idea. So, uh, so a Dremel is basically a power tool similar to, like, a, uh, like a drill. It basically looks like that. It spins really fast, and then it has a bunch of different attachments that can be used to... Um, carve wood oh okay Ow. carve wood drill it carve wood drill into metal like drill bits and stuff it's used to shape like stone and things sure like, yeah it, it would make basically... like a sweet yeah. kind of noise like yeah it does yeah. on page five here when yeah. she's like and it would like grind his ear off yo yeah. she put it to the yeah. ear i was like what the fuck because that's too savage fuck you Ow. that's 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 because like the the like the splurt 
yeah. was like what to me is like i don't know if it's a tattoo gun anymore and then she's like bring him to my lab and i'm like oh that sounds so clinical yeah. it's probably a dremel tool sure um ouch dude but yeah you can use it for um sculpting yeah yeah and it's like um, so yakuza to like use tools like that for torture you know what i mean mm -hmm. like shit like that's clearly not supposed you know woodworking stone carving like tools or you know. whatever you know what i mean like little shit like that that you wouldn't expect to be turned into a weapon on somebody yakuza always and just mafia motherfuckers in general just like love yeah. using that kind oh, of yeah. shit on people so like that <clears throat> that tracks that fits the vibe um it reminds me of like um something is killing the children where she's like going to the like department store and oh. like buying all the power tools. Yes. And she's like, it, he's like, it's a, it's a, it's like shrubbery. Right. And she's like, yes. Yeah. 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 We're <laughs> trimming shrubbery. Absolutely. Just, yeah. 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 Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but, um, no, but yeah, it's so hard, brutal though. Like, yeah, just straight to the ear. Yeah. Get this like tusk toothed Oni looking dude. <laughs> yeah and she's just like i think what is she like pestering him for information or whatever like trying yeah. to find um trying to find maruo and uh and urara that's that's cool and then her like big like bodyguard dude not bodyguard but just like her like her uh whoever her homeboy is with the giant hands comes in fucking i think he's hitting a different place oh yeah oh, yeah oh, i oh, thought oh, he was like, in a different place as well because like if you look at the suits they're all different yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah. okay 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 so they're just um, like spreading spreading around yeah. covering more ground all, all, all the guys. named faced lieutenants go with a squad I, and just yeah. rough up places and just like uh, to get the information like, she's, so, she's so no, whimsical though I'll get it. <laughs> she's like it's nothing personal i just want to know if it's like i've never seen them it's like you haven't what the heck am i doing here you totally wasted my time blows off his arms and legs keeps <laughs> him alive and it's just like yeah i'm gonna go like fuck with him yeah yeah. Uh, and like I like how Yamo is just like, hey, you know, it won't be anything. We've got kind of a Cold War stalemate going on, and the guy's just like, hey, you you're fucking with me. You know this is war, right? And she's like, uh, of course we're at war. Yeah, think I would I would be doing this if we weren't already at war. Right? Like, what are you? You guys are late. You're you know I mean? going on like, my slab, son. Yeah, I was like, damn. And I just love the big guy with the hands because like any character who is like too big to walk through like doors normally and they have to their entrance is always them bending down to walk in the door like this dude just ran into the yeah he like ran into the top of the door frame and like broke it like i just love that my yeah. homeboys my homeboys reading the breaker right now and like i'm just like remembering so big. like big immovable steel wall you know like the big yeah. ass dude like with them kind of looks like moral from hunter hunter his first introduction yeah. is him just bending over and walking through a door like that character just like i just love that fucking character every time this dude looks like moral with like the yeah he does he does got that vibe yeah hold up sleeves with the tie you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah they always look dude, like that <laughs> i like i like their styles though yeah like uh, like it it shows a lot of like the lieutenant's personalities in a very short amount of time like this lady she's probably like some kind of like sadistic experimental she, i think she might be like kamataichi type like reminds me like of that chick from black weasel. clover reminds me she's of like, like the one that helps buddy make his sculptures and shit his art yeah. oh sure yeah, she, yeah. she's like like a sickle weasel where like the wind scythe because she does like the wind jutsu zephyr thing or yeah like let's talk about that yo jutsu zephyr okay so this is really fucking so like cool. elemental magic yeah like i love to see shit like that 
she like blows which goes along with the zephyr the wind spirit kind of vibe so she's got like wind powers i guess probably yeah i wonder what style yojutsu is yojutsu it might be yokai jutsu oh so like yeah art. there we go there we go demon yep. art zephyr so like i think that she's and like there's that like i i, I think she's like the weasel right like the the scythe weasel yeah kamataichi that's Sorry. that's my theory i don't really know too much but she is kind of whimsical and like i liked your idea from brutal. the last review where you were talking about her and the big-handed guy like together oh being whatever. a duo yeah yeah, being a true, duo. True, true. yeah i liked i like what you said about that but i mean like now yeah. we're seeing her powers and it's you know kind of falling it's like maybe research, maybe so. it's not um yeah. like who knows i mean it's it's pretty tricky because like because like when you do like lamprey style character demon characters that like lure people in mm -hmm. i like like if that is her route i like that fact because um it kind of takes away the whole like oh you have to be attracted to me for me to work it's like no she's just brutal and like gets her shit done and like yeah while this guy just kind of like tears things apart he's very brusque doesn't say a thing just holds two pictures no pulls that pulls that guy apart probably goes to the next dude just like hey you seen these two dudes and yeah. they're just like uh yeah 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 I've seen those dudes. <laughs> yeah and i love this like older drippy lieutenant guy yes. i don't know like what's good with him or what his role is or like how he has any kind of pull in anything i'm assuming he's got to be cold in some kind of way you know short is, short though. older characters usually do beyond that but i just don't know like what his situation is yet they didn't really show any of his capabilities i don't think like they like but the, like yeah it shows his like thinking though yeah and mm -hmm. it's just like it's like he has the guys beat the beating the fuck up trashes the place worse than the other good two guys and then it's like more methodical about it. it's like so you insist you don't know it's like we don't know anything it's like all right cool yeah you're you're backed by these guys we're gonna kill all but one of you send a yeah. message boom boom um there is one guy that he reminded me his face of. It's called Abura Sumashi. And it's basically those like look like it looks similar to like a stone Jizo. He just looks like a like a squat creature with a straw coat covered body and a potato like stony head. Okay. Um and they're basically thought to be the ghost of humans who steal oil. Oh wow, that's specific. <laughs> uh, because yeah. before electricity, oil was the most valuable thing for right. like lighting and heating a home. So like theft right. of the oils, particularly from shrines and stones, would lead to like the punishment of being reincarnated into a yokai. But they're like three feet tall and they're like shriveled little potatoes. And I'm like, that's our guy. Yeah, <laughs> that does. That is a very uh, nice description for that. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, one. I was yeah. just like, because his little wrinkly potato head, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, I just read about this. Yeah. <laughs> this dude gotta be him i like the scene transition um, back to the protagonist because they're like on top of this roof or whatever and it's like we gotta mm -hmm. we gotta stay down we gotta lay low boom 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 and then you turn this the page. Will blow over eventually yeah and then you turn the page hey. and it's fucking dopo akari and i just love the page turn factor inside of yuji kaku's work i feel like it's i'm, I'm, I'm noticing it a little bit more in ayashimon than i remember it inside of jigo karaku but just like knowledge of like panel <laughs> space and just like composition of like comic book page layouts allows for this kind of thing because like whether you're reading it you know swiping on like a phone one page at a time or whether you're reading it in book format 
the page turn is on the right page the first page that you get to so like you don't fuck up the page turn by putting it on like the left side mm -hmm. so that you can like see it before it's ready or whatever so like that kind it's of attention to detail is like very well good. aware yeah yeah super aware of like just comic book composition you know what i mean so i love that because i was not ready to just see dopo at the top of the stairs i was like oh <laughs> i wasn't God. either yeah that page turn was drastic yeah so Dude. Yeah, i was like holy <laughs> shit he looks as surprised as i am <laughs> yeah yeah and he's like oh shit like, the people oh, we're fucking looking for shit. this is crazy what did i send my goons out to go cause yeah. trouble over here for you know that's no. one of those moments where like you know in an anime it would be like a oh yeah bingo. <laughs> yeah type shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Oh man, uh, I like that they named this dude the Ungaikyo. Um, it means mirror beyond the clouds, and it's a possessed mirror that can manipulate the reflection to resemble what they prefer. And where's uh, this? Humans that look, on page um, eleven, bottom they right. About the, they talk talk about the guy's oh, mirror and yep, like it yep. being accurate. Okay. Um, his original power is that like it possesses a mirror and then it shows you what it wants to show you. So it would show humans as like monstrified humans. Mm. So I, but like, like in Castlevania and like most fantasy mirrors are used for scrying. So like this makes sense. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love the way that it like just, and we were talking about it in our like first impressions, you know, review or whatever, but like the, the blending of these themes and, the lore like kind of just being so cool to like look back at older shit while you're in like a more modern like setting mm -hmm. where it's like re almost recent times but you're dipping so deep into folklore and just like mythology and whatnot for the overall world it's just a great yeah. combo for especially yeah. for a creator like like yuji kaku he's already going crazy in this i love how menacing and how like regal Dopo Akari is in just his dialogue, his aesthetic, everything about design it. On his yeah, vest. like this Casanova Frankenstein style, like clothing aesthetic inside of the Enma Syndicate is like, um, and just inside of the Yakuza in general for bigger name people or people that mm. consider themselves big name is just like so good on the eyes. And then also just the way that you can feel the threat level of a character like Dopo Akari just like right away just in his dialogue the way he talks to you he's like he knows you're lying type shit which is what we talked about like last um last week where he knows how to get the truth out of you in like really sneaky like underhanded ways with just like point blank questions that don't like you know like it didn't really feel like he was going to get the information that he got out of Urara and the conversation that he was having but he's like ah yep bingo you know, take take a look at this car over here. You know what I'm saying? Like my car is pretty. Oh, yeah, so he's like he's, he's like he's like he's like he's like he's like you like my car. Yeah, he's like you like my whip. Check it out. Get a, get a good look. Get a closer look. You know what I'm saying? She's like, <gasps> and then that reaction. He's like, yep, you're 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 you are who we are looking for. Hashihime. Your eyes flinched. Yeah, Hashihime means a lot to you. We got her wrapped up in the car. Like you know, it's over with. And then Maruo's just like, hey, I'm here. Boom! Tries to punch him and he just grabs his shit like effortlessly. And I love that we're getting that this early. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how long running Dopo is going to be as an antagonist or a villain. He is a very early villain, so you you literally never he know. Might get wrecked. Yeah, you never you literally never know. But seeing, you know, Mario, whose punch has just been so effective up until this point, being stopped effortlessly by this antagonist just made me feel really good because I really didn't want this to go the Mashal one punch man route that mm -hmm. intensely so having yeah. maruo hit a wall you know what i mean this early is is really good for ayashimon i think you know what i mean because we always knew it was going to happen if your fighting style is just punching through things eventually you are going to hit a wall and that's going to allow for 
exposition to come in to like give us more information about how power works in this world how you know you, you can't just punch your way through every single thing so that's like a very organic vehicle for exposition like that is the main character suddenly not being effective at what they usually do so now we have mm -hmm. to actually take a step back and go okay this is why that didn't work you know what i mean and this is you know how the power works and maybe you can tap into this in ways that allow you to get past defenses like these that you can't just punch through and i'm just like really excited that we're getting this before chapter 10 so yeah dude i like how urara tries to be such a cool character um because like tadpole boy just immediately cracks i'm kidding it's like oh my gosh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry don't know what i did but whatever it is i'm sorry yeah and she's just like my goodness how intimidating could you please not be so scary you know we're just here to check things out and he's like oh yeah you got guts you got guts yes you'll lie to my face you fake ignorance all right you're doing things right i expect you to try to lie to me yes and then uh throws her off with the psychological check out my car yeah, like, what's inside? yeah. check did i deck out my interior nicely and it's just like yeah i saw the flinch let's go yep. you're with me yep um you but i like you need uh, but like, I love Maruo's shirt. You can see the zoom in on 16. Um, the oh. little like spirit fires on the axe yeah. match the spirit fires on her yukata. Oh, on yukata. Tight. Oh, yeah. Nice I mean, spot. Yeah. They got like a little, 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 you know, the, the little couple's clothes, you know? Like, yeah, that's cool. Dude, she's, she's like, you're my number one guy. Well, to be honest, compared to these chumps, you're my only guy. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, that's really cool, man. I never noticed that. That's tight. What else is on here? Because you could see on the last page of uh, the chapter, he's got like number, no, not numbers. They're like bow ties. It looks like butterflies or ribbons. Yeah. I think it's like butterflies or moths. Bow ties, it looks like. Yeah, you yeah. can see I also page 16 close up you can see one or two of them yeah yeah it might be like a ribbon yeah, it or it like might a be a bug yeah, yeah something like that that's cool though i wonder if like uh a stylized like <coughs> moth or something because like so you know there's page... the grave of the fireflies kind of thing right just, like... yeah so on page 18 he uh grabs his arm and it like kind of bursts out with this like what looks like it could be flame or maybe steam or smoke and then he's like oh hot hot wait no actually it's kind of cold yeah. So what do you think is going on with his ability here? Do you think I mean, I'm thinking it might be some kind of uh like dry ice, liquid nitrogen, yeah. so cold that it feels hot type yeah. shit. Because he yeah. grabs in him, it looks like kind of fire, but I'm thinking it might be like steam kind of what comes off dry Ooh. ice. Yeah. First thing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. That's cool. I mean I, I don't like know I don't know like how that would translate in like full, you know, full powered attacks. Like, it seems like this is just, like, for the sake of this specific moment, it, like, the dry ice situation, or, like, the... If it's liquid nitrogen, then, like, yeah, he's just an ice ice user or whatever the fuck it is, you know what I mean? Like, that would be cool, too, but if it really is, like, a dry ice effect where he just, like, grabs you and then it starts steaming hot and cold or whatever, I don't know, like, what that looks like in full-powered combat, but, like, I'd be ready for some shit like that or however they choose to portray that, but I, I honestly nice just assumed it was just fire... I don't know. I didn't really think too much about it. So yeah. <laughs> this is a cool conversation right now because now I'm really thinking. Yeah. Because like... he says it's kind of cold, and I do have like those moments where like the brain is tricked by intense temperature, thinking it's one thing, expecting one thing. Yeah. And then like the coldness is supernatural, and like I think that like based off his like really warm looking coat, it kind of makes sense that he'd use like an ice based attack. 
Um, yeah. Especially after that interaction with Maruo. Um, yeah. He might be some sort of like Yukiona kind of thing, you mm. know, uh, like an ice spirit. Yeah. Uh, or a spirit of winter. Or it just could be, you know, it could be like kind of like what I was talking about earlier in the review about how it's like base level, you know, um, just abilities, right? Because it's like if you, if this is just like him flexing his spiritual pressure or key or whatever the base level, you know, um, kind of uh, power, you know, is and how it manifests. And it's just like I grabbed your shit and now I'm just like hitting you with raw energy and that's demon just energy, yeah, yeah. like raw demon energy and that's kind of how it manifests like that would be really cool and he has like yo jutsu yeah. winter's touch yeah he has, yeah it has like an it has like an entirely different like skill set for his like main powers or whatever or like his like individually like specific you know special technique you know what i mean yeah. like, i think that would be cool if this was just like a a key energy dispersal flex at base level you know what i mean i think that would be tight too oh yeah. man i so after I think that Mar- this is gonna be Marua's first loss, and then Tadpole Boy is gonna be like, "Hey man, we gotta go help her, right?" Or like, "It's impossible," or something like that. He's gonna be like an impetus, like either he's gonna trigger him by saying, "We can't do it," or "We have to do it." Who else is gonna do it? Yeah. Um, we just have to be smarter about it. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I don't think uh, I, I don't, think, I don't think, think Maro loses think... here. I don't think Maro loses here, and I don't think he beats um, Dopo either. I think that this gets interrupted because it's like it's just too early for big named antagonist to either go down entirely, yeah. obviously, or I mean, like he could definitely whoop up Maruo, but like I mean, after he whoops Maruo, then like the fucking story's over because he's <laughs> you know what I mean, like Rara yeah. and 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 Mara will either be captured or killed so i think that this gets split up in some kind of crazy way and you you know you have your first clash see what the capabilities are test the waters a little bit and then disperse and then come back for a real yeah. confrontation later is how i'm kind of feeling it there might know. be a thing where like maruo like breaks the floor because he's like oh i'm getting my ass kicked. yeah let me get let's get out of here <laughs> boom and then, let's get out of here. if that's like a running thing that their base always gets destroyed by maruo boy bebop thing we're yeah. like we got the we've incurred so much collateral damage that we're broke yeah we yeah. got the bounty yeah <laughs> that, i think again. that that would be funny as hell you know what i mean like they just can never have a, a specific yeah. you know hideout you know maro sisyphean sisyphean feet is yeah. have a hideout yeah yeah that's hilarious that's all i had for uh for ayashimon this week though that's about all i had too i think yeah uh i think the only other option for intervention is possibly like the Amyoji agents. I don't think they do like, that again because they literally just yeah. did that. Like they literally, they stick them yeah, they have been, they have come in and interrupted a situation twice now. So it's like if that's unless they're going to come in on some like actual dastardly shit and try and really well, manipulate, yeah. come in like I was, I, I saved you. We're actual good guys, you know what I'm saying? Even though they no, sick them out. I, I was yeah. thinking that they're like, hey, you're at war. And you're fighting these people. We're rounding you all up for questioning. Oh, sure. Like, like they literally caused the hornet's nest to go wild. And so now that, that it's going wild, yeah. To arrest everybody, but really yeah. arrest the people that they wanted. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Now that you guys are all together, like we talked to you individually, and we talked to you individually, and now that you guys have kind of met up, now we have all of the probable cause yeah. to arrest you now or whatever since you yeah. guys are and then fighting. you know dopo will get off yeah for something he's like oh yeah no i i 
barely did anything. I, I just touched his arm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't do anything. You know? I can totally see Onmyo Bureau dude pulling up and freezing the situation again. You know what I mean? The way that he did before. And Mario just being like, all right, this is the second time I've been fucking frozen in this way. And like last time, I felt like I could maybe break out. But like now I'm actually going to do it. JoJo's, and I've been yeah. reading JoJo's adventures. So I've been yeah. practicing. Or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, they. Oh, yeah. Man, I've been watching JoJo's. <laughs> six on uh netflix all oh, that shit's so fire oh yeah i'll yeah. jump into jojo's eventually jolene yeah. is becoming my favorite uh jojo but nice. there's only 12 episodes on there right now i watched them all i'm wondering if more are gonna come out but like netflix usually releases everything at once all of what they're gonna release at once so i'm wondering if it's gonna be like a two-parter like stardust crusaders or if it didn't feel like it was the proper like ending for the story then yeah i'm assuming that it'll be part two though they'll hit you with eventually but yeah i don't know yeah. somebody let me know in the comments if you know i don't know yeah 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 all right well with that i think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 112 of mission yozakura family yeah. mission 112 yes eyes <laughs> love this chapter man i love i love nice little feel good kind of transitional chapter yes. you know what i'm saying yeah and these are like i love like we've talked about it before but i just love how yozakura family can either give you you know five to six chapter arcs or just like one chapter with a whole story in it you know what i mean and this mm -hmm. is like one of those wholesome you know family chapters that just has such good character writing throughout because of how well this kind of um situation has kind of been established in the series so far like i is fucking so cute i love how mutsumi and tayo are like her surrogate parents and they're just like no parents, yeah. yeah establishing this this dynamic between just these three because it's like it was the, the parental aspect has obviously been missing from mission yozakura family in like this kind of aspect you know what i mean like we know that yeah. mom and dad and you know we have history you know for characters like that but as far as like them actually you know interacting with each other in this kind of way this is kind of new you know what i mean and it's just perfect for mutsumi and tayo to be the surrogate parents of a character like i because everybody else is just, like you have like um God, why am I blanking? Futaba, you know what I mean? Like, she's the oldest sister, obviously. Um, you know, the the cringy uh, oldest brother. Why am I blanking on everybody's names right now? It's, like, so good. What's the oldest brother with the with the, with the the steel spider? Wires? Yeah, what's his what's his name oh, for some reason? God. I'm, like, not... I'm, like, drawing Same. a blink on that. Hold on one second. Nah, we should know this. This is annoying. Um, uh, It's right on the tip of yeah, my tongue. Koichiro. Yeah, Koichiro. Yeah, Koichiro, right, right. So like he's obviously like, the oldest brother, the oldest sibling, but he's not, you know, like that parental feeling character. You know what I no. mean? And like Futaba would be like the next one because she's like the older sister and she is more involved on a family level inside of her personality, but she still just feels like an older sister. But like this is like actual like mom and dad shit going right now, which I didn't realize yeah. I, you know, was really kind of like missing from the family dynamic. So I'm like happy to get this kind of um dynamic in these three characters like that that was yeah. it took me forever to fucking say that but yeah it's it really sense <laughs> because like yeah. you know dad is like a bad guy mm -hmm. and then the mom is dead so like mm -hmm. and then they never really talk about much like tayo's parents i think he's an orphan yeah that was like that was yeah. like the first thing we found that out about him is that his whole is that his whole yeah. family died except for him in that car crash yeah 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 um but i do like it because like they found a way to create the whole like shotgun wedding dynamic for high schoolers and get them to have that like 
parent-child dynamic without ever touching on like physical contact or anything and like right. maintaining a like a like a level of um moral purity that i prefer to see in yeah. manga yeah it's a lot um, more platonic than you would expect you know a romance that's come to marriage would be it's you know so I mean? wholesome yeah it's very it's wholesome. So wholesome it doesn't need to go there and it doesn't like really want to go there at least not right now if it does like get to a point later on in the story where mutsumi and tayo are a lot i feel more, like they're gonna be adults by that yeah yeah a lot more like romantic <clears throat> like a, a more of a romantic situation will come way later and that just makes so much yeah. sense for a story like it was occurred there's so much going on in these characters lives every single day that like there's just not a whole lot of room for that and i feel like even though it would fit in a story like yozakura family obviously that is very wholesome and very slice of life with all these shoujo beats going on that it would you know eventually come to that and it would be cute and it would make sense but they're really holding off on it inside of mission yozakura family and i feel like that's just going to slap so hard later on when they do finally like kiss or something you know what i mean like yeah. that's gonna be epic um, yeah <laughs> i mean based on like page three like bottom thing or tayo is just like i need to dry the sheets wash the windows tidy up the library weed the garden organize dinner oh we're having pork cutlets tonight and like he doesn't have time to like right. be like get like, a little pda or anything he's just right. like i got shit to do yeah. all the time 24 7 i'm on a mission on and off the clock. There's no clock out for this kid. Right. Tonkatsu. <laughs> Dude, tonkatsu is so good. As soon as I saw that they were trying to cook tonkatsu, I was like, oh my god, I need to fucking cook that scene. I cooked it last year for the first time. I'm just like obsessed with that dish. Nice. Like, just been wanting to get back to it. Like, it's so good. Uh, I've been wanting to like um, do this thing with like chicken and kind of like braise it in sauce cook it as like almost like a fried oven baked fried chicken but like oh yeah nah. yeah 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 oh man sorry i'm getting distracted by food no no it's all good yeah food will like, do that i i have i and i have a similar obsession with food so like yes. i'm also very food motivated absolutely like this three foot yes. tall wolf girl yeah <laughs> oh, and it was cool seeing um just this little eye centric chapter we got here and, and like her little adventure to go and get the tonkatsu pork meat yes and she goes to like the butcher they usually go to to get it and he's like ah nah there we're out of it you know what i'm saying she's like oh where y'all get it at and he's like <laughs> oh, plays and she's like oh bet ah. yeah runs out takes off that's the, that's the cop you know what i'm saying like where's this at he's like like you gotta take the train down that way and she's like oh bet runs all the way Wait, to a different take the train yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's running faster than the train running faster uh, than yeah. the train that's so sick dude and then that kind of like and uh like at one point tayo poses as a random ass hunter yeah and the dialogue and the speech that we get from her just about how she wanted to really go and get this pork to do them a favor because she's been noticing like a sad error on the house and they take such good care of her yeah that she wanted to I'm happy for once and that that was just like a really hard-hitting moment for me when i was in uh yeah when i was reading it my reaction stream yeah just yeah that speech goes so hard because it's like i feel like it it just touches so many people at least me like unknowingly like i've definitely like felt this way inside of like care you know care providers that i've had throughout like yes. my earlier life you know what i mean where like it's it's so hard to not feel like a burden when you come into this situation the way that i did or similarly to how i did obviously because we're not in a fictional story but like whenever like i feel like it's just so relatable to want to do more for the people 
who are your guardians, who are taking care of you, yeah. and you can tell that they're older and that they're keeping things from you because you're young and naive and don't understand it. You can't really put all the pieces together, but you can tell that they're going above and beyond, and you just want to do that same thing for them no matter what, especially without communicating to them exactly how you feel because you want to reciprocate that you know kind of um, feeling of protection. You know what I mean? And that feeling of uh, it's unspoken. We, we don't need to, you know, say everything all the time, but we can, you know, show our love in these ways. And this is just like a yeah. perfect chapter for that to like kind of like show the appreciation that I has for, you know, Tayo and Mutsumi and the whole family for taking her in the way that they did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a great one because like I really wasn't fleshed out, but this chapter really just like really rounded her out. And, like, she's definitely grown while in the care of the Yozakura family. Um, like, even in, like, like the back to first page, you know, I has some very sharp ears. I howls and roars the sound to reach the moon. When I's tail swishes and whips up a storm. And it reminds me of, like, um, God, it reminded me of this young girl doing, like, affirmations that her dad was, like, having her say, like, I am strong. I am enough. I am smart, you know, every day to, like, hype herself up and, like, really think. And it just shows how much positive encouragement she's received, that she's just vibing with herself now. Right. Hell yeah. You know, based on where she came from. And then <coughs> I like how protective Tayo and Mutsumi are, but at the same time, they're, like... like Distant, letting her, you know, experience and grow. Yeah. Mutsumi had Koyachiro. She understands the value of not being a overbearing. Yeah, yes. yeah. She's like, hey, no, let her, let her, let her have her agency. This is her yeah. thing. We're gonna. Wow, that's you know, a great. Watch from a safe distance. Yeah, that's a great point for sure. And I love yeah, how she didn't like even mention it, yeah. the entire chapter. They're obviously following her through her like errands and everything she does. They're just like dying of like cuteness overload, which is just like does so much mm -hmm. for the feeling of their dynamic and like their relationship as characters. But then also when this old man comes out of the, you know, out of the woods and she like tosses him away and she's like, Oh my God, she listened to the advice. She's, she's not doing, you know, she's not listening to stranger danger or whatever. And like, that's just like so adorable. And it's like, when you find out that that was Tayo the whole time, at least for me, I was like, Oh man, of course. And that's so adorable. They're letting her do her thing, but it's not like, even though they're there every leg of the way while they're, while she's trying to go do this on her own and they're disguising what themselves to what I'm, I'm sorry. Just continue. I was, you didn't realize it was Tayo at first with the, like the, the old man? No, I, like he he ripped the disguise off, and I was like, "Oh there shit!" Was a panel like right after he appeared, like when he, when he first appears. Yeah, on it was page, the top left corner, on page right. I, yeah, yeah, I must I must have um, missed it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on yeah, on page twelve <laughs> in the top left panel, it's like the hunter's face with yes. Tayo's face yeah. right behind. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, yeah, and that makes a lot like of sense. I completely masked my smell. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Um, Sorry. I, yeah, it's all. It good. just I, threw I, me off when you were like, "Oh," and I realized at the end, I was like, "Wait, what?" What? Yeah, so the point of why I'm bringing this yes, up sorry. is <laughs> the point of why I'm bringing it up is because like I, I thought about it and I'm like, okay, they want to let her go do her thing and run her errands and be her own, you know, kid and, and, and accomplish this because it means something to her, even though they're there every step of the way, kind of facilitating the entire completion of the errand. It's not so over like it doesn't take away from you know, the importance of everything that happened where it's like, oh, they helped her with like literally everything and they were there watching the whole time. They didn't let her actually, um, 
you know, do what she needed to do because they were, you know, kind of there. They were just there enough, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? To they didn't where, disenfranchise to, any yeah. of her choices. Yeah, yeah. They, didn't, they were just spectating purely. Yeah. Right. They were, they were purely yeah. spectating, let her do her thing, and it didn't feel like a all... You want to you want to go do this, but like you, you know, you like, think you're a big person. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it didn't condescending. Yeah, exactly. That that's where I'm going. Sorry, I, I was just like so thrown off by the correction. I was like, what am I even talking about? <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. But I just I just love that man. I love I love oh, yeah, I, pretty much. Tayo needs me. Tayo just uh, stepped out and was just like, "What's up?" Started a fire. Was like, "That's the way back." You know what I'm saying? And yeah. she took off. Like, didn't really help her out at all. Right. Yeah, she she finished hunting on her own. Um, I like how Mitsumi is just like, oh, she's able to tell which kinds of mushrooms are poisonous or not. And Taiho is just like, uh, I mean, I guess yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Like yeah. he's like, this is not this is sidetracked. I did like the the moment where she's like, I'm lost. If I get lost, I'm supposed to ask her a police officer. You are in the middle of the woods, sir. <laughs> there are none. Yeah. There are none. I love that. That's, that's such a kid moment where he's just and like, he, ah, yes. Tyler steps out as the hunter like, hey, little yeah. girl. And she's like, I can't. Hmm. Any strangers? Yeah. Ah, toss them away. Yeah. And he, like, her like evil, like little like shadow face in that panel. She's like, back there like in the post like, ah, just tossed him. Yeah. You know what I'm he's like, I did what my parents told me. He's in the I bush. Feet up like, ah, she remembered her, she remembered her lessons. Good girl. good girl. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, I was um, definitely feeling the exact same things that Mutsumi and Tayo were commenting yeah, feel on. Feel good. What feel a good, good kid! Yeah. And um, the art, man, the art and like good. shading and just everything through the uh, like from page thirteen on through like seventeen, you know, yeah. like through the speech. Yeah, was just fantastic, man. Yeah. Like the panel of eye on uh, the bottom of page fifteen with yes. the fire reflecting off the front of her. Yes, yeah. The panel of, like, yeah. Mutsumi when she's shedding the tear. Yeah, it really. And the pops. two panels on the bottom of, uh, bottom of seventeen with Mutsumi and Tayo. Yeah, super yeah. fucking. Yeah, the use of the extra use of screen tones and like lighting effects like really make the this moment like that fire reflection just hits like yeah, whoa. It's so Dude, good. Like, Tayo in the fire as the old man worked really well. I was just like, I love that. And like on page fourteen, the part where she's like, I want Tayo and the others to be well, and it shows her feet, and it shows like. It shows like how small she is in comparison to like the yeah. log she's sitting on yeah. and like the the fire and then like how such a small body can carry that big of an emotional weight. Yeah. Where she's mm -hmm. like, I wow. just want them to like be okay. They they've done so much and it's it's really hard. Life is hard. One of those yeah. like situations where the art is just like and the imagery is just perfectly complementing the vibe of the writing. Mm -hmm. And just the overall situation in the chapter. I just love when it comes together like that. Yeah. How about this yeah. big ass boar she catches and brings home Dude, for a minute? Dude, that was Ordo my favorite part. part. That's the like, motherfucker I'm Odin couldn't have. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, I was just thinking, like, Odin, like, uh, Lord Lord of the Mountain vibes yeah, or, like, Hunter, Hunter vibes when they gotta catch the It's a Mononoke reference. Yeah. Or it's a Princess Lord of Koto is the, yeah. is the boar in Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Yeah, that's straight good. up. That's straight up really? the same name. Same name. Yeah, uh, I've never seen him. I've never watched more Miyazaki films. That's oh, one thing I've honestly I've only um, seen like two of them to be honest. And it's Princess Mononoke is like the bleakest one, and I love it. 
I love like I've it. only seen Spirited Away and like maybe one other one. Like I gotta watch those. Yeah, you really should. Um, but yeah, a giant boar, and I like that. Like the whole family somehow manages to eat that whole thing in one night. Oh They're yeah, like... this a this a this a real this a big family. No, first eat. of all, they gotta eat. They got yeah. muscles and training to stimulate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They gotta they gotta have portions like this, bro. Plus, it's now like a show name, so has, like, yeah. Now they probably always... has like the world's insanest metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no wonder that butcher shop sold out. They're like, bro, you're right? back. Bro, you bought everything food. we ordered for three months last time. You could, like, literally two days ago, you bought our three month supply. What you talking about? All the pig feet, all the hog maws. <laughs> Friday reference. Now you know we come and order that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't I like know. I mean, I. I love how she doesn't question it. She's like, Tayo, Mitsumi, what are you doing here? And yeah. that's it. She's just like, doesn't question it beyond that. Just like, yeah, 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 yeah you're, of course you're here. Why not? Yeah. And they're like, oh, an like, old man called us. I don't know. It's that pig. Holy shit. Yeah, they're like, dude, that, that is a giant boar, bro. Dude, <laughs> the giant Tenkatsu kills me. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now like, mm, I just want to bite. <laughs> Like bigger so, than them, that's insane. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's so fun. That's all I, had I think that's here. about all I had for Kazakuria this week. Yep, yep. <laughs> great chapter, great feel good, wholesome chapter. I think we're gonna get nice like since we're coming out of um, you know, kind of a, an epic string of storytelling. Mm -hmm. I feel like the next couple of weeks will be. It, it, Yozakura tends to do that where they'll give you like a big action arc and then you'll get a bunch of slice of life chapters like one be like ah, yeah 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 I, chill out. Yeah, I need a much, vacation. Yeah. I, I I worked really hard and I've deserved a weekend. Yeah. I, I, I love, love the break. I love the break. Ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah so. for sure. But yeah, that'll do it for this does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 170 of Jujutsu Kassen. Yeah. Tokyo number one colony, part 10. Why'd you say year? Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to be like, yeah, but then like year. I said year because it's like the year. It's more natural. You said Jujutsu. Still said it with a little bit of a twang. No, that's why I laughed. It was like, you're. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> the show was fire. Off, man. Cracking off. Reggie and Megumi. Like, Megumi starts off with Max Elephant. Um, coming out, like, blows some water at Reggie. And he, like, oop, skirts yeah. out of there. Motherfucking. Um, he actively avoids water, though. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't want he his receipts to get away. He doesn't want his receipts to yeah, get away. Yeah, this was a That'll good move from... You know yeah, they don't a... know what's on him no more. He can't do it. And who knows if that is even, you know, like, a thing. Yeah. You know, we can assume it is it because is. he really doesn't want to get hit by this water, you know? So that's just, like, more, like, five-headed Megumi shit that we love to see from his character. I mean, yeah, water wrecks paper, at six. so I think we can assume kind of that he does yeah. want to avoid it for the most part. But yeah. right. He admits it at six. He's just like, you figured out my curse technique and decided water's an easy countermeasure. And he's like... You manifest what's written on the receipts or something. It's like, yeah, eh, yeah, yeah. I'm contractual More. recreation. But just because uh, Reggie, Reggie just because Reggie says you figured out my curse technique and decided that water doesn't wasn't easy to counter, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean, does, yeah, it doesn't mean that that's facts. Like, yes, you definitely did figure out my curse technique. But then the second dialogue bubble is you think it works like this, but doesn't confirm it. So, but I, I think we're pretty safe to assume that he just should not get these receipts wet. Otherwise, they. I think so too. Yeah. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the paper yeah. gets ruined. That's something. We know. Um. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. he doesn't. The thing is, he has the receipts. He doesn't have to buy the things himself. He just had to go collect the receipts for the exchange. Is that well, what I he said? He 
converts the items to the receipts. I I think I don't yeah, think we've got he, the full he, explanation. Why oh, we did actually? Because he says he's like this receipt I just used was for two nights and three days plus an oil treatment at five star Japanese Inn, Starry Sky, which means I just now feel as refreshed. And so like I can't imagine him like buying all these things personally. But I think it would be easier just sit the trash to collect, to collect. Shit. Yeah, dumpster, <laughs> dumpster diving shit. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, if you, like, if he's a guy with, like, lots of connections, yeah. you could just work with a lot of service people like, hey, man, for X amount of money every month, just collect receipts for me. Yeah. And mail them to this location. Don't ask what they're for. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Here's, like, you know, Here's 50 bucks. It's way month. funnier just... to like picture him dumpster diving, though. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. <laughs> he's a shit person. I just yeah. want him to like dr- yeah. run around, around the dry, dry yeah. garbage. But I love, how, I love how capable he is. Because like I could tell, like last review. Oh, Reggie impressed the fuck out of me. Yeah, like we were talking about it in the last review. I was like, I feel like like we all want this dude to just get dusted because Megumi's so cold and like that's our boy. And this dude is acting like such a bitch. So it's like, yeah, just, just beat his ass. But it, like. Him putting in He's work, tough. I was like, there's a possibility that this motherfucker could actually be super tight at the end of the day. And he's definitely tight enough. When he said this, like, comment about how, like, none of us have, like, big moves or whatever, I didn't even think about domain expansion. Honestly, I was like, okay, this <laughs> yeah. dude's on the tactical side I mean, and on, like, the I'm analytical s- Well, I just, you just forget, man. I'm not, I'm I'm not, a, probably too I'm not a fucking it. robot. I literally just didn't think about it. You know what I mean? So, it, yeah, yeah I know he has it. I just didn't think about it in the moment, okay? Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I just I just remember, like, thinking when I was reading it, and he said, like, like you know, it showed, like, Reggie, you know, like, having this analytical moment where he's like, okay, based on the situation, we're both, like, kind of at a stalemate. We don't have any big moves. I was like, okay, Reggie is tight. And he's on the tactical side of things. This is a great matchup for Megumi. And then you get to the domain expansion and you're like, you know, like at least I was. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's fucking over then probably. As soon now that he's in this like amazingly advantageous position, Reggie was pretty good. But this is like the dividing he line. He was doing really good. Yeah. Like, he, he was he was getting like he was doing smoke screens with those radishes. He was getting like, good damage, he did a really solid, like, and, like, remember, he has that tattoo of Indomitable. He's, he'd I rather get his opponent to, like, give up, because he's like, yeah, I fully rested for two days. I feel great. You're gonna keep taking damage. You should just give up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was big. Because, like, that, think... that's a big power play, and, like, I love how casual he is about it all he's just like yeah okay drones yeah a vespa child yeah, yeah. <laughs> his 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 capability of just knowing what receipt to use at any time on the fly is like major for his his showing yeah. you know what i mean like he's a clever he's master yeah. got a lot of different utility items in the tuck yeah. pulled out the drones with the moped like mellow said follow buddy he's like ah, ah, ah. you're not getting yeah. away buddy ah, right yeah. and fucking I think, though, we got to kind of, I think there's two ways we can take kind of the end of this chapter. Sure. And I think the illustration, the art does kind of imply and lead you to believe that he is a little shook. The Megumi's pulling this out and he's like, he can do that. (laughs) But, but the structure of his gang is that like, basically everybody's scared of him. He can beat everybody's ass. So like. If he knows about domain expansion, I think we can take it one of, you know, one of two ways. Okay. Um, 
either he's seen one and like ran away because he's not dead, right? Like if he if he lost in a in a fight where somebody used domain expansion, like he'd probably be dead because they would have killed him with their domain expansion. Right. So I think it it lends a little more towards like so, maybe him having one also. Okay. Because so, okay. No, just just I'm just basing this off the fact that he knows about it. Yeah. And he's like Oh no way, he can do that. Yeah. He's a sorcerer at this level. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then he just domain expansion or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You kinda have to I ask feel... the question, like, did Reggie get these powers when the culling game started? Like, you know, Higuruma or something, or was he already a sorcerer before the culling game? For whatever reason that may be, you know what I mean? Because it's like him saying him recognizing that this is, you know, a, yeah. And maybe he doesn't um He knows yeah. what he's doing before he does it, because he like, you know. Oh yeah, he does kind of start as soon as he starts talking about barrier. As soon as Megumi starts talking about barrier techniques and explaining how difficult it is like, to find, oh, no. yeah, he's like, "Wait a minute, is he gonna do what I think he's gonna do?" So oh, he definitely does know about the domain expansion. And based on what you were talking about just a moment ago, Eagle, I'm so like, I think yeah, there's three ways we can take it because you you brought up maybe he was a sorcerer beforehand. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say like because it's like if he did get these powers because of the culling game then yeah, his time, you know, in these last two weeks that it's been going on, he could just be, you know, an observer that watches other people scuffling and all of a sudden just see like a big bubble like show up and then, you know, like, time passes and then like, you know, the bubble pops and somebody's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, you know, so he's like, okay, well, that's a, that's a level of this, you know, power system that I don't have access to or that I, whatever. So I could see it yeah. being like that. But if he is a sorcerer from before the culling game, then there's all the opportunity in the world for him to learn what a domain expansion is without actually encountering one. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. My take yeah. for Reggie is that he seems to be a sorcerer prior to being in the culling game. Yeah. He seems, and I feel like he is a very competent, very cunning, but like big fish in a small pond kind of sorcerer, Ooh. right? Like, he he's he was the biggest sorcerer in his neck of the woods, but he knew the big names and he stayed out of those fucking. Sure. He, oh, he seems like he, he seems like the kind of guy that would never pick a fight he didn't think he could win. Yeah. And then like, I wasn't expecting the domain expansion because like, Megumi even said that his like domain expansion wasn't complete. Yeah, we've known so that. So he's yeah, he, yeah. he's using the gym as like an artificial crutch to like shape it, and I was yeah. like, all right, that that makes right. sense. That's cool. That's because cool. now that now that we're in a building, nothing to obstruct. You know, he doesn't have to really you know yeah. alter any physical space. You know, yeah. well, yeah, because his air. yeah, because his domain is like surface level, basically like ground level. You know, effect because he yeah. hasn't reached the bubble aspect of it yet in his in his. Right? He doesn't. That's the whole. That's the whole reason why he ran to this gymnasium because the gymnasium mm -hmm. is already a building that's closed off with four walls it and a ceiling. It oh, is the yeah. bubble. He created the bubble by going to this location where normally Chimera Shadow, Chimera Shadow Garden is just like you know on the ground and you can still run out of the perimeter of it. You know if you mm -hmm. if you you know if you want to or if you can you know or whatever. If he yeah. doesn't if he doesn't fuck you up you know, in the amount of time that it takes you to get to the edge, you know what I mean? But now he's a lot more confident because he's he's found a way to kind of, um, you know, create like a loophole inside of that caveat mm -hmm. or inside of that weakness of his by just going into a closed off space already and then conjuring it. So it's yeah. it's mimicking the bubble aspect. And that's just like so fucking cool 
you know about Megumi, and Megumi is like the perfect character for this kind of situation because this he, is a he huge is a growth he, moment. He is a thinker like that, you know. It just it just makes perfect sense for him to yeah. to have this line of thought, to have this thought process, and go to this location like this. So, but Reggie man is a is a thinker too, man. Yeah, he is. He really, like, he really impressed me this chapter, especially like from page 12 and 13 onward where he like comes throwing in the gym and Megumi's like he's like oh what are you planning and Megumi's like oh what are you planning bitch and he's yeah. like hmm, I wonder if I'm planning anything through the wall yeah Megumi's like holy shit fuck yeah and then he dodges the trucks clean as fuck slides under him yeah. pots come falling on his fucking dome yeah the choreography Reggie, is fire Reggie here. comes around like what's up ra, ra, ra. they exchange some punches throws a fucking daikon rat Radish at him. Yeah. Magoo's like, a fucking radish? Yeah. Bah! Knife comes through the radish. He's like, oh shit. I think he knife I think he disguised the, the knife yeah. as a radish. And then No. Yeah. I thought he threw the knife through the radish. Because it I kind of because so. he has a knife in his hand when he first attacks Megumi. He yeah. summons the Daikon oh, and then yeah. has the you can see by his posture, he's hiding the knife behind his body so that Megumi yeah. will focus on the radish. Yeah. And then he'll use it to throw that in the blind spot and that, that, was, the, that was the knife through the radish yeah. Megumi's like, oh what the oh, fuck? Not even the forearm immediately boom front kicks him Anderson Silva style right. Yeah, that and is an Anderson Silva ass like, kick. Yeah, bitch, I'm working you. What's up? Like, you got, he's got this dastardly look on his yeah. face. That I love how me. even though Megumi kind of, like, had an amazing idea to use Max Elephant to generate water to fuck the receipts up, even though that was an amazing play that even Reggie kind of, like, commented on, Megumi is just still entirely defensive the entire like fight basically for this chapter that says a lot about reggie too is that like the one thing you thought was a hard counter just like didn't really fucking work for you you know yeah. and like that's just like does so much for the stakes of this chapter specifically leading into the domain expansion because i'm sitting here going like if max elephant didn't work and this dude is getting straight comboed the rest of the chapter like man megumi like what's going on brother and then I'm here at Shadow Garden, and it's like, oh, okay, well, this is pretty much over then, I want to say. But you never know, because it's like, I definitely don't think Reggie has a domain of his own, but, like, you never know. Like, simple domain is a thing, you know? Like, he could yeah. have, like, a simple domain kind of situation, or just his curse tech... Well, no, he's not going to have... Oh, wait, is he going to have access to his curse technique? Because I know that being in a domain, a, a true domain, severs your you know a, a ability or your connection to your actual yeah, technique, your technique yeah. right so like i'm i'm excited to see because every time that megumi has used it's his complete yeah well every time that megumi has used his domain expansion up until this point there hasn't really been a curse technique to really negate because the first time that he used it it was against like a special grade curse who was just fucking just a, a physical powerhouse that was mm. killing everybody with just like hand-to-hand -hand attacks basically and it had like an energy beam attack that it could shoot but that just felt like raw jujutsu you know what i mean it didn't actually feel like a technique that would be cut off by a domain and then the second time he used his domain it was obviously a domain battle where they were both canceling each other out and it was like you know not the same kind of domain fight that we've seen where your your curse technique isn't available so i think that this is going to be the first time we actually see if Megumi does have that effect on you inside of his domain because he's facing another just straight human sorcerer one-on-one -on -one. 
But yes. I feel like the bubble aspect might be the difference yeah, inside of say, that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say the gymnasium bubble might be the difference inside of that. that well, that, he'll get his power move, but or not the caveat to that, I should say. Well, just because just because he's in this gymnasium that's acting as a bubble doesn't mean that Chimera Shadow Garden is actually complete. You know what I mean? It's like a yeah. faux completion. It's like a pseudo you know complete it's just yeah. it's just it's just like cutting off your escape routes but you're not actually encased in a true domain so maybe he still doesn't get that aspect and maybe he's just going to get the the elemental buff or the environmental buff that you get from domains and he's going to have access yeah, to it's not like there's a wall that's preventing i mean there would be normally but mm -hmm. there's a big hole in the wall because of the truck so he could effectively just run out Oh sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely, he definitely like has like like there's doors and shit he could probably walk through. Like this isn't a true domain, so it doesn't have that like we're in a pocket, you know, dimension like space cut off from the rest of the things where it's hard to get out because that's the point of domains. So like yeah. you never know, but I mean like I think that it's effective enough to where we can assume that the rest of the fight is going to take place inside of this space. You know what I, I mean? But I don't think that um yeah I don't think that Reggie I, I, I'm assuming that Reggie is still going to have access to his techniques inside of this. And he's just going to have to deal with a, you know, a buffed Megumi with more techniques at his disposal. And that's the decider, mm -hmm. but we'll see. Um, I feel like it's going to be like, he'll have access to his techniques, but he won't be able to run away easily. And he has right. to fight it out. Right. Um, it, it reminded me of like all of the like little veins coming out of the spinal, like chunk of spinal column. Yeah. This reminded is new. Me yeah. of, like dr manhattan you know oh like wow slowly, yeah like slowly putting himself back together and he's like he starts off as just like light and then yeah. a nervous system but forms and then you know the size yeah. of that skeleton reminded me of a creature called gasha dokuro which is known as the starving skeleton it's literally this shirt oh shit look at that okay it's literally this shirt it is a giant skeleton yeah wow oh yeah you said yeah i saw i literally just saw that on twitter someone fucking use that exact picture that's on your fucking hoodie right now yeah to kind of say I something was, similar yeah i think he's summoning like uh gashidokuro um it is basically a skeleton made out of like giant skeleton like a giant skeleton made out of skeletons it's um 15 times the size of a large average person um it's a thing of vengeance. It grabs lone travelers, bites their heads off. Um, oh, wow. Causes like a ringing sound. But basically the mythology is... Um, like there's a ghost that died without getting its vengeance. And so uh, a young man plucks... Like if he hears the ghost say, my eye hurts, and it pulls out this bamboo shoot that's growing out of like his skull. And the ghost is like, hey, can you get vengeance for me? This mm. is what I think. And I was thinking about, like, um, if this is a ghost, the starving skeleton, basically it runs wild until its vengeance is satisfied. Um, I was thinking of how Megumi might be tapping into uh, the core center of the culling game zones, which are mm. both execution grounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm I, just wondering how this correlates with what we've seen from Megumi, like, so far. Because, like, Chimera Shadow Garden and just his skill set in general, like, we've never seen this. You know what I mean? Like, we, I have no idea, like, how this links to any 
the history of of Nagumi's character like this right yeah like I don't know what that is it's clearly you know vertebrae or whatever and like you know nervous yeah. system you know like wires like shooting out of it but I'm sitting here going like this is something that we're just gonna have to wait and see what the fuck Gege <laughs> says because it's like it's like I can't use the history of the series to try to think of why this yeah. is happening this way in this specific expansion because it's like this is just so different than anything we've seen from Megumi, but I love the fucking, what's it called? The skeleton thing? Like, I love Gasha Dokoro. Gasha Dokoro. Gasha Dokoro. I like that, man. Yeah. Like, Gege is not, you know, shied away from incorporating, like, folklore and mythology into techniques. Yeah. But it's just, like, oh. seems so random for Megumi right now. Like, what? Like, where did this come from? Um, right. It's it's said to be created from the ghosts of the people who died in battle and were not buried. Mm -hmm. And for me, it made me think about like <clears throat> it made sense to me once I read that for yeah. some reason. And I think it's because Megumi witnessed the Shibuya incident. Mm. He saw all those people died, and so like, what is a shadow puppet, right? Like a shadow puppet is a tool to tell a story, and so I think that maybe this Gasha Dokuru shadow puppet is just like a way to how Megumi is going to express express what? like express the carnage that he experienced oh. via Shibuya incident Sure. because like he and Yuji were definitely changed and I mm -hmm. feel like this might be a good chance for that to be shown besides sure. him just being a little harder it could also be a situation to where, like, I know that, you know, it seems like he's in full control of the situation right now, but the thing is behind him. So, like, what if Megumi doesn't even know what the fuck this thing is, and he just, like, conjured his Chimera Shadow Garden, and then, like, first page of the next chapter, he, like, looks behind him, like, what the ah, fuck shit. is that thing? And it's, like, you, you know, and it is linked to the location of where he's conjuring, mm -hmm. you know, the spell, because they are, you, you did make the comment about how, like, the, the barriers for the culling game are kind of, like, have these um, execution grounds or graveyards or whatever at the epicenter mm -hmm. that could be affecting, you know, how cursed energy manifests to some degree in ways mm -hmm. that even Megumi potentially doesn't, wasn't even ready for or hadn't expected. So that's just like one thing that I thought of. It's probably not, it's not as likely as anything yeah. else that we've been talking about, but I could totally just see like the next chapter, like, okay, I don't know what that is, but we're in my domain. So I guess I'm just going to have to fucking go with it and learn as I go type shit maybe because Curse energy is behaving differently in the inside of these barriers, so it'd be crazy if it manifests as like half of that giant skeleton and it just starts wait like raging against everything and hey, like Megumi has to like constantly dip into shadows and like jump over its arms as it's like swinging randomly because he be doesn't wild. actually have control over it that would because, be like, so um, wild i feel like that'd be like like man he's always dealing with shit like that like maharaga was just like wild yes. card can't control it because you know, maharaga shit. hadn't been controlled yet yeah. like he because he's like yeah no once you defeat the shadow they're yours yeah 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 but he hasn't defeated it and he's just like i don't know man i'm just gonna let it go and see what man do you think he'll beat maharaga one day man i feel like they wouldn't set it up that way without it eventually happening so yeah my vote's yes he's gonna get my man yeah. and then he's gonna oh. be truly be he'll be the first person the first shikigami user in history to have beaten maharaga yeah and have him at his disposal bro eos megumi gonna be a different breed Bro, ah! <laughs> I'm like so excited about that. Uh, I don't know. That's all I have. And it took, oh. it took Toji to beat Maharaga, didn't it? Uh, they no. Sukuna beat Maharaga. 
Oh yeah, Sakuna. Yeah, Toji yeah. was long gone by the time Toji Mar-a-Raga was, was there. He ran off. No, no, no he, he killed himself. Kind of mistook it for the um, Dagon moment. Yeah, no, yeah. Toji. Toji didn't run off. He fucking killed himself. His suit, like he had like a moment of like consciousness, like where he came out of his like death puppet mode and was like, "What's your name, kid?" And he's like, "Fushiguro." And he's like, "Fushiguro, not Zenny." And all right, bet. And then he took you, Un, uh, or Playful Cloud, and mm-hmm. fucking stabbed himself in the brain. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, I was just, I was just it's reminding like, oh, you're not Z- It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, it's like, you're not a Zenin? Dope. Like, all right, bet, good enough me. for me. I'm not trying to kill my son, especially if he's out here not being a Zenin. So you go ahead and just get <laughs> myself out of here. Boom. That Happy trauma, insane. kid. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> that shit was insane. Wow. But yeah, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm good on Jujutsu this week. I think that's about all I had on Jujutsu casting as well. Good cliffhanger. Fuck yeah. Well, with that, we can go ahead and get right into chapter 224 of Dr. Stoney in space. Beautiful. We're here. Beautiful. We are in. We are in the great beyond. We have left the shores of the cosmos. Nice cover panel. Beautiful cover panel. um, Rocket, you know, with like the initial boosters kind of splitting off. Yes. And then we get the flashback panels of just the entire kind of journey of humanity. Yes. Up to Senku's childhood petrification journey through the stone world yes. ah! and then we get a flashback to uh isn't this biakia when he was old saying humanity is going to make a comeback you'll see until the day we're eating ramen in space again yeah you this can is, count on. yeah mm-hmm. this him collecting the platinum throughout yeah. like the rest of his life for senku to inevitably wake up from petrification and revive the entire planet i think it might be time to um I don't know if you guys have, but I think it might be time to read the Byakuya one shot because I was seeing people saying that this ties this ties into that shit to a certain degree. Yeah, or something. I, don't, I didn't I mean, really yeah. look at it like that, but well, like somebody said somewhere. I read, yeah, I read like the first one or two chapters, and it was I've it was kind of or not it. one shot. Did I say one shot? I meant spinoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all yeah, should yeah. read that. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It, is it is it like really... relevant to like what's happening right now in the main story? Because that's um, what um... It, it basically is set up like the whole premise is like Biakuya and them are set up in space and they're existing in space and then they witness the petrification event. Yeah. Sure. And then they're like, I mean basically we got to go back down it's basically their story it's just like the extended like version of the literal flashback arc that we got like in the actual story i read the story the i think up to the point where like they go down and like they get out of the pod okay yeah uh the only thing it might be like that might be relevant or anything is that they left stuff up in space oh okay 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 they did leave things up in orbit um, oh wow! Because they're just like, well, we're returning. We just need to get this shit. Up. We're gonna just jettison this stuff, like um, yeah. And there's like a little AI robot that's very sad. So like, oh, there's an AI robot in the in the spinoff. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. damn! Okay, so yeah. like that kind of like links to the ideas and theories of like why man. Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely shaped my ideas for sure. Okay, because if be they were to able to have, if they were able to have an AI accompany them to space, then of course there could be an AI that already exists in space. Or maybe it's that AI that like landed on the moon and just like became why man somehow. I don't know how that would yeah. make sense. That seems uh, like that to my. You know what I'm saying when when I when I theorized or speculated that. Um, Byakuya gave 
the AI like Senku's personality or voice oh, just arbitrarily. Shit. They were like, oh, should we give the AI a voice? And he had like a recording of Senku's voice and was like, here, why not? You know? Okay. That okay. could be why, you know? Mm. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it might be time to this read This bubble spread on page six and seven. Yeah, Ooh. fire. So fire. Oh, the fucking just open space, bro. I love <sighs> like space it. paneling or I love just like space imagery in comic books, like in general. Like they, they just like... I feel like a lot of it is just like so digital and it's just like copying and pasting a bunch of stuff. Maybe I don't really know exactly how it works, but like they've just like nailed it. I just like love seeing it in Western and Eastern comics, just like whenever there's like a starry sky or like an actual like space related like story arc or they're just like in space for whatever reason. It just always looks so good to me. They really nailed that, that, uh, that effect. Yeah. Man. I love that the ship that got out to space is Senku Eleven in reference to Apollo Eleven. Yeah, dude. And I like, think you said that um, on a, on the last review or maybe the review before that. I remember. Yeah, they truck. had the spacesuit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I like that the spacesuit really was indicative of the number. Yeah, because it was with. the it was so, the like, spacesuit. That's right. Yeah. Nice confirmation. I love the title page eight and nine. Yeah, space. space. That eye panel is yes. fucking insane because you could see yeah. the helmet. You know, you, like you could see through the the helmet, yeah. like reflection and shit like that. Boichi went stupid on that. I yeah. loved that, and I also liked like even the parallel of, um, like his eye, then the porthole looking like an iris staring back at him oh, and then yeah. on top of that all alone in space it looks like a giant eye like a little eye the spaceship itself looks like an eyeball staring at the world oh, like shit. i was just like the triple eye like looking the triple entendre like, yeah dude dude it's, yeah. it's got layers the fact now. that they let senku wake up alone in space for just to have a moment of contemplation yeah. because his the way his you know dad like spent time up there yeah and um yeah that was he realized shit that, like, yeah the way he's like oh this was your doing zeno and he's like oh yeah whatever da 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 tries to make up a bullshit reason of why he, why he um woke him up early and he's just yeah. like let's leave it at that yeah yeah, yeah. sure let's that at first i didn't really understand like what was like i was like okay so Zeno fucked around with some things without telling anybody that sounds dangerous why would you do that you know what i mean and i remember being like that's i don't know how i feel about that and then when you you know kind of put it together when it tells you like he gave him a moment to wake up and weep alone you know what i mean because he assumed like yo i knew your dad like you're you're a scientist mind just like me you've always wanted to go to fucking space like we know that you know, it's very even even if they never had that conversation, like that's very easy for Zeno to figure out just from the time that he spent with yeah. Senku, you know, so him going out of his way to do that so that he could wake up and look at space by himself and maybe think about his dad and start crying. Because like no one's probably ever seen Senku cry. This motherfucker has never cried. He's never shown any, you know, emotion besides like a little bit of panic, but mostly just confidence all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's like so out of character quote unquote for like senku yeah. to just like break down in front of people so Zeno thinking about that and like rigging it in this way that ended up not being dangerous obviously just so that he could have that moment i was like that makes all the sense in the world and that was like beautifully written and like composed in the in the actual comic i was like yeah that, they snapped on that like that was fucking amazing mm. i really dug kohaku's new outfit on page 14 yes 
like she's and it looks super utilitarian right they've yeah. got like this hip check belt that has a bunch of like hooks and grips on it so that people can grab onto it and like also have like those rings so you can like carboner attach mm-hmm. a bunch of things to it as well because you're gonna be free flying yeah that's Definitely. cool and like i like that senku has it too like he has the same kind of belt so i'm wondering yeah. like do you just not get um i know that you can like make like artificial gravity or whatever does that like just like not a thing i mean um, they probably that probably takes a long time yeah, to make that machine like, they probably were just think, like we can go without it yeah i think it usually requires um centrifugal force right oh, sure. like it would need something big enough yeah and enough centrifugal force thing to generate its own like inertia sure yeah, yeah. Cool. That it could like do that, or at least like that's the kind of thing that they have in like say like Enders. But even on like the ISS, like you see, they're kind of just floating around when yeah. they're navigating through the station. You know, most yeah. most of the th- places I think have zero g. Yeah, and maybe there you just don't want artificial gravity like actually in the spacecraft. I don't know anything about astronauts or anything about straight space travel, obviously, but I do remember artificial gravity being used in certain things. You know what I mean? So I'm, and and yeah, adding that like that feels like a luxury, obviously. So it's like we're trying to get up there as fast as we can. We don't have time to make. If anybody knows about whether like zero, you know, artificial gravity is a common application in like space stations, temporary space faring, yeah, zero g situations, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had the space ramen. Yeah, they had the bag of space ramen. They ate it. It was delicious. I like the little design because it has the nozzle for like adding like the boiling water, boiling letting it yeah. cook, and then you can tear off the top once it's done. Yes. I'm just like, that's pretty chill. That's yeah. that's pretty pretty. But Weechi's never stuff. gonna skimp on the details. Like you know that they just have so many like, models. Look at all those and, like so that many like things to look at. Like yes, the ramen looks great. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's all good. I I, I was basically done. But yeah, the ramen looks fire, and I just love Francois. She's like always just like chefing shit up with like the most confident look on her face. Like I'm about to do it to him once again. Like I just that ramen looks crucial. It looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it is interesting because like he is getting a lot of parallels, and like Senku hasn't truly smiled like this entire time. Like he's had a lot of like, small smiles. Yeah, he has his little like, smirk. This is a shit. very yeah. This is a very bittersweet moment for him because he's like you're getting too excited like on page 14 he's being like kind of like melancholic at like 16 Mm -hmm. and stuff he's having a great time though like you know like he's like man this is everything that i wanted and like they're never obviously going to show you know the full range of his emotions you know what i mean at any point in time but like just like our understanding of senku up until this point like i i know that boichi and Richiro inagaki are like we really got to nail senku's facial expression specifically because kohaku's gonna be like holy shit this is crazy i've never seen anything like this before stanley's going to have like the more stoic like another day and you know another day at the office type kind of you know demeanor and like senku like is the one who really has been wanting to do this you know what i mean but you can't give him too much facial expressions you can't make him look like a kid in the candy shop because that's just not the kind of character that he really is unless it's like a comedic point where that that's when he gets all the crazy you know facial expressions but it's it's almost always just like um you know it's a representation of of something and an actual facial expression that you're supposed to recognize as like a part of like you know what i mean it's not like you know it's not real shit it's just it's just comedic you know comedy chibi 
funny face shit, but like these are yeah. facial expressions that are like real, and you can't have him, you know, whiling too much. But he you can tell that he's just like, fuck yeah. 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 There's really nice, like subtle touches that I quite like, like yeah. on 10 and 12, 10 and 11, his hair, and even on page 12, his hair is always in a position where it would be like if he cried it would be covering that oh sure yeah his little like bangs or whatever yeah to like have that moment like and it's like the idea like his emotions are being treated privately Mm -hmm. but like this is and they even say this is a moment where he can weep freely if he needs to because he's like you know this is a hugely cathartic moment eating the same food his dad has being in a place that he wanted to be since he was a kid and you know what he probably wanted to be an astronaut so that he could spend more time with his dad yeah wow. maybe like Damn. that's that's for me that i don't know that's that's very heavy um i love that and i would weep if i were in that situation i just man that's yeah how do you not just awesome. start bawling bro like you mm-hmm. are in space right now like humanity died like basically you know, for 3,700 years, everything rusted away, literally from scratch canvas, and you brought us to where we're at right now. And who's well, not, yeah. not really that guy. Like, yeah. he's more this type of guy. Like, you know, on page 11, we get this panel where he's literally just kind of like by himself looking out into the void of space, like with a melancholic smile. Yeah, you know? like this is the way, yeah, like we find like we finally made it here. Like we we did it, you know, type shit. Not like, oh my god, like everything is, you know, like I, I it's just so, so much. Maybe he might happened. shit like a a one. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. We're we're gonna get a tear. Like at some yeah. point Tough in time we will yeah. get a tear from Senku, but like just man, it's like even if you are just like cool, calm and collected all the time, like this would make all the sense in the world to just see Senku just start bawling his fucking eyes out. Like Especially because he's, you know, alone and everyone's not awake yet. And they still just didn't do it. And that's just like, man. I wish we would have got one, like, so, so to say. Yeah, so, do, uh, this is getting I, exciting or I whatever he says. Yeah, like, get excited. There's, yeah. like, reports of, like, astronauts, like, in interviews. And they're like, so what happened? It's like, how, how did you feel when you first saw, like, the Earth from outer space? And he's like, all I could do was gently cry. Like, he's like, I saw it. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen, and all I could do was cry a little. No words. And I was just like, man, that's heavy stuff. So, like, I could definitely see that. That's just uh, the beauty of the world, you know? Touched by beauty. Hell yeah. Um, How long do you guys think we're going to be in? Like, do you think that we land on the moon, like, end of next chapter? Or do you think that we spend... Yeah, I think we'll be in I space so. a little bit longer. They got a little bit more to talk about as far as, like, more chapter, initial... like what are we going to land? Yeah, yeah. Need one more chapter where, chapters. yeah, it's just like in you space. Two more chapters of in space before we land, Melo? I think we're going to be two chapters and then we'll be on the moon. Okay. So next so chapter like, is entirely I, space. I don't know if I want to spend two chapters in the, in the ship. Seth, well, it depends on what they want to talk about. It depends on like the content, obviously, because it's like there is a lot that you can and probably do have to talk about once you have woken up and you're floating in the vacuum of space before you get to, like, this is a very thorough series. You know what I mean? Like, they're. Mm-hmm. 
they they want to make sure that everything is accounted for so it doesn't feel like you're moving through something like this too quickly i want to assume you know so like <laughs> another whole chapter in space and then like cliffhanger is landing on the moon yeah. that feels good to me if they wanted to do two whole chapters of space and then land you know on the moon at the end of the second chapter then like that would be fine too depending on the content obviously i think that there's more than enough things that Richiro and and boichi can put in two chapters before landing so I mean, I think the things they have to talk about are like, yeah. okay, here's what we're going to do when we land, which I'm pretty sure is like, get the ship set up, Yeah. you know, yeah. piece the ship together so we can get out of here when we need to, right? Yeah. That's the first thing we're going to do, or, or maybe like, assess the situation, then start that, and then we're going to go scouting, you know? Yeah. So like, if they're just going to discuss like, kind of that planning, I feel like to stretch that out into two chapters worth of content, like, yeah. We could also get some interaction from the ground as well, but right. If it was two chapters, then it would definitely be more than that. It just it feel be... a little stretched out to me, a little contrived, you know. So oh, I, I feel I'm more in the Knox camp, where like it's going. The second chapter is going to be cliffhanger. They are on the moon. Sure. Like, like uh, that, I was just I throwing that out as a possibility. What feels best to me is that we have one more chapter in space, and then literally the mm -hmm. next chapter is cliffhanger. At the end of it, is, we're on the is, moon. is them landing on the moon? Yeah. But I was yeah. just saying, like, if they wanted to do two chapters in space. I feel like there's a whole lot, like, obviously it's hard for us to think of everything that they would, like, all of the content for two whole space chapters, but at the same time, like, we're not astronauts, you know what I mean? Like, we don't study yeah. this kind of stuff, so, like, Reichiro, if he, if he wanted to, to put that much content in, in the space travel aspect, the initial space travel aspect, I know I think that they could do it, I just can't see it happening, personally. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that most of what they're gonna do is, like, basically, like, track down the other parts of the ship. Yeah. Get them all clustered together and then land on the moon. Yeah, and that's are they are they at the moon? No, now like look on the no. on the last on the last panel. Is that the Earth or the moon? It looks. No. Oh of... damn! It does kind of look like the moon a little bit. Yeah, looks like the moon, but like they were, but like you see the pieces connecting. Yeah. To two things, so they still need like three other parts. And it can't be the moon because they got to travel so far. Like the like the moon is not like a you're going to see it like in the first couple of hours after waking up after the initial launch. Like you got to travel a little bit to like, and obviously, you know, like you could just play with perspective. Just been and, like, oh, time and, passed. Yeah. Or, or time passed. Yeah. But it looks like, it looks like they woke up, ate some ramen. And then now they're getting Stanley at the controls. Like, yo, let's get the rest of this ship together. It's like, that's just not enough time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's but, Galaga parallel parking our way into a combo. But at the, yeah, but at the same time, like these things are massive. Like you could see the moon from Earth already. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like if they're in space, like seeing the moon isn't that crazy. Like this this last panel looks like the if that is the moon, it looks like they're right next to it. But obviously, it's like you know it, you can see it and still have a lot of distance to go. Is what I'm saying. It could so, be yeah. like the ice cap part of the Earth. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably just Earth. <laughs> you know, like or whatever. You know, but either way, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I think they land next chapter. Yeah, I think that's about all I have for Dr. Stone this week. Yeah, I'm good too. All right. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 339 of Boku no Hero Academia, My Hero Academia. The story of how we all became heroes, part two. Mm -hmm. Fire ass color cover, or not color cover, but color ah, cover. <laughs> Yeah. of Hatsume Mei. Yeah, the detail on this is bananas, bro. Like, holy yeah. shit. Oh, like, the cross-hatching and the skirt and the kneecaps, like, all of the bells and whistles of her, like, jet pack or whatever the fuck that is that she's wearing, bro. Like, 
the mm-hmm. mecha we- wings. Yeah, like this shit is insane, bro. Like this is one of the coolest drawings of a character that I've seen in My Hero Academia, I want to say. Yes. She's got kind of like a steampunk owl man kind of suit. Yeah, straight on. up. Yeah, um, I love that the, shit. The, the skirt. The cross yeah. hatching and the skirt and all the detail in like kind of like um the materials that they mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of like um oh was that that schoolgirl thing where it's like destruction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dead dead demons. Yeah. Yeah. Demons where they're just like, Hey, an alien invasion and all incredible detail. Yeah. Yeah. It gave me those vibes. Everything about this is so fire, dude. He's such a good artist, man. The contrast is fucking amazing. Cause like the, the, the stark white on the skin with like barely any shading and then like the screen, the gray screen tones on like the tank top, all of the details and like the extra stuff that she's wearing and then just stark white background, stark black, you know, uh, silhouette of some like girders and like other, you know, shop things piled up in the background. Like everything about this is just so aesthetically pleasing to the eye. And it all yeah. just like fits together in, in a way that pops in all the areas that it needs to. It's just like so good. It shows how much he really enjoys her character yeah straight up yeah like this chapter was just like a little love letter to that specific character it's like shine you crazy diamond yeah (laughs) you're not in the story that much but when you're here we're gonna draw the shit out of you you're my favorite supporting character nah she's cool i love mad scientist characters like that she's been one of my favorites since the beginning yes me too me too (laughs) Um, but I loved how at first, you know, she's like, ah, I got more important shit to handle when they're like, can, can you uh, help us out? She's like, nope, no can do. We don't got the shit. We don't got the shit. Yeah. And, um, I thought it was really dope that, because I thought for a second, you know, based on, um, power loaders dialogue that they were like, oh yeah, I've been handling the, cause when we went into the shop, they're like, oh shit, it's a mess in here. And he's like, oh, I'm in charge of the R and D barrier or whatever. So I'm like, oh yeah, they got him in charge of all the all the safety shit for UA. She's the one that's been in charge of the shop tinkering with inventions and shit. That's why it's so messy. But then it's like, no, she's the one that's in charge of this like escape system that takes all these individual cubes and like, sends them to different locations. Yeah. I was like, damn, they got Hatsume on this shit. She's really a mastermind. Like they've acknowledged that. Yeah. Wildly um, capable in this field. And I thought it was also super fucking dope. How even while she's sitting here, doing her thing with with uh with the system mm-hmm. she's literally like one hand like still yeah. doing their shit you know yeah. and like tosses the back at him but, but hits him in the face like here's your shit now yeah. get the fuck out yeah so good and i and so much hot to my shine this chapter man the comedy on like page three where it's like don't tell me you don't understand the state of the world outside and she's just like huh you know and like right. that's just so funny but it just makes so much sense for characters like this you have like characters like reed richards hatsume you know just the 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 mastermind tinkerers and engineers that are so obsessed with their work and so passionate about what they're doing that like something like you know all out war outside your window could definitely you know kind of breeze past you while you're in the you know the middle of your obsession with your work you know what i mean these these love characters like this you know like that yeah are just so good at what they do yeah i love i love some of her dialogue so it's like um even a perfect a plus idea could drop to an a minus in a flash when i think of a new baby i gotta raise it right fire yes and i was just like oh nice she isn't just building crap just to build it and like on the next page on page eight i liked is like 
don't be dense as a de- don't be dense as dense as high density polyethylene. Of course, I'm aware of the nasty predicaments you guys are facing. I'm not a fighter, but like we're helping you. Yeah. This is this is how I fight. Yeah. By giving you all the tools you need to succeed. Yes, dude. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's so important in a story like this where the world building is so like localized to, you know, a specific, you know, city, couple of cities, one country where mm-hmm. you have, you know, such we have such a good understanding of how hero- heroism works and how you know it works with the laws and like how like society around the characters kind of behaves that it's like man when you have all of these little like branches of all of the you know things that come together and make this thing really work and really feel like a living and breathing world despite such localized small like world building it's like you have to dive into the support class like who makes the inventions you have to dive into you know cops and and lawyers and you know and things like that to make it feel like it's more than just class 1a you know and not even just yes. class 1a just midoriya todoroki you know asui and like the really popular class 1a yeah. characters you know what i mean like whenever it like branches off and it shows how serious and how well thought out the writing in areas outside of the main protagonists are it really does a lot for the overall world building for me yeah me too yeah but yeah so like what like she threw this like arm these arms at him so what he's gonna like wear these these are basically like just like upgraded versions of the gauntlets he destroyed when he was out not upgraded like probably on par because she said she didn't really have all like right 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 she was like i couldn't replicate them exactly my babies might not be the latest and greatest but please put them to work for you i i figured they're basically on the same level as the ones he had because her skill compensates for the lack of materials. Like, I feel like if she would have had everything she needed, she'd have been able to upgrade them, definitely. Yeah. But I feel like because of the lack of materials or whatever, yeah. like, you know. So they're just like replacements. Get you back to yeah. where you were before you fucked yeah. up all of yeah. your equipment, running out and being a, a vigilante. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a nice upgrade of one of her previous prototypes because when he fought Gentle, he was using her prototype of, like, shock absorber gauntlets. So, like, I like that this is the take two on that. Um, hmm. So, like, that's a throwback, because I recognized, like, the, the fist shape mm-hmm. um, and, like, the cuff part. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see what Ingenium's new armor looks like, because he's like, yeah. she's like, it's not a replica, and then we don't see it at all. Yeah. So I want to see Ida just get, like, the makeover. I hope it's slimmer, you know what I mean? Because I remember when uh, I first saw the Ingenium, like, armor design, I was like, dude, like this looks, yeah, he looks like a Gundam. But, like, I wanted, you know, I always thought that it was kind of clunky for his skill set. Like, mm-hmm. I know that, like, you know, it comes down to engines and whatnot, so, like, it being, like, big doesn't really probably have too much to do with, like, how fast he can actually go while wearing it. I'm sure it complements it rather than... Than, than weighs it down, you know, in, in whatever way that makes sense. But I just mm-hmm. remember it just feeling so big. I hope it's slimmer. I'm, like, picturing um, Tatsumi from uh, Akame Got Kill in his, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, in, like, his fully clad Teidu form. Yeah, I can't remember. Incursio, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I, hope it, I hope it looks a little bit more like Incursio and it's a little bit slimmer in that way. Sleek. Yeah, because I just remember like the original Ingenium design. I was like, man, these thigh, this thigh armor is so thick. <laughs> like this motherfucker caked up out of it'd here. Be, it, 
it'd be interesting if she was like, yeah, I. It's like we reduced weight on the sides and back, but reinforced like front front facing parts of the shins and stuff to protect yeah. your stuff. But then otherwise, it looks a lot sleeker and more aerodynamic. And I'm like, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, it just makes sense. Like it's right on time for you know, like, and I never even really thought about like upgrades on Ingenium's armor like at all. You know what I mean? Until now, we're here at this like situation here, and it's like, yeah. Like as the as the story progresses, he should he should be the one since he has like a full armor kind of fighting style. Like mm-hmm. I thought you would I thought maybe we'd see more even of upgrades to his kind of situation. But whatever, it's here now and it makes sense. So yeah, it is it is I think one of the less popular characters. Sure. Like he he's a he's a good character, but he's more of just like he's the straight man. Yeah. That's kind of his function within the story. Doesn't need too much yeah. focus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. He got his growth points at stain, and like, yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, um, that was a yeah. big deal. I I do love that she was like, "No, nah, I can't do anything for you guys." Still does it anyway for them. Yeah, <laughs> one handed does it, and those other guys on page ten are just like, "We were just about to take measurements." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, did, I did garbage. Like don't mind us. Poor <laughs> chopped liver was a. Uh, dude yeah uh the little uh butthole faces kind of remind me of um <laughs> they they look like puckers dude. yeah no straight, straight up like, god yeah, what does yeah. that remind me of i feel like i've seen that before in something that... I, think I've, I think i've seen that before yeah i've seen a butthole before <laughs> <laughs> no i've like seen like the faces like that before in something i'm trying oh, to remember it preacher you're thinking of preacher with oh Arf's face, wow where he has yeah. that acid trip and like like sees oh my god, god yeah and he sees everyone as an asshole in like a face with an asshole yeah dude oh my god yeah. i just recently finished all the preacher and i was just like yeah this is this is the thing the, sh- the show or the the comic the comic yeah fuck yeah someone lent it to me and i was like oh yeah i got a couple days in quarantine yeah. let's check it out that's let's garth ennis's best book it. yeah dude so good mm-hmm. um so little butthole faces was like yeah this is this is this is very much western comic influence yeah on horikoshi just like i love it every time i see it i'm just like every time i notice it i'm just like yes dude that's why i fucking one of the reasons why i love this series so much is that i just get to see so many references that so many people just miss you know what i mean it just makes me feel so cool when i find them (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) man and like the art is so crisp on like page 13 with like todoroki and his like armor like yeah, his fire. shoulder straps it's so yeah. detailed and it reminds me of like cable Ooh. a little bit Ooh, where okay. he has like the like the, the harness yeah. set and yeah. i was just like yes yes yeah. and i love that like the series started out their costumes like super basic and simple and then yeah. as the series progressed the details subtle. intensified yeah subtle little like <laughs> overtime upgrades yeah Mm-hmm. Like I love the little thigh belts on um, Najir. Najire, uh, yeah. Najire, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. On page fourteen, I was just like, yeah. She's got a different haircut too. I don't remember her hair being. Fired. I think her yeah. hair got burned or something by Dobby, didn't it? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. True. True. Yeah, I do yeah, remember they cool, squared though. up for a little bit. That's right. Yeah, that's. We cool, get Najire with um, with um. Oh damn, he's like one of my favorite Tamaki, characters. Sun Eater. Tamaki, Tamaki, yeah. Sun Eater, yeah. Um, and Fat Gum with uh, 
Ryukyu as well. Ryukyu's there? Oh yeah, I see her. Yeah, yeah she's right there. Very subtle. Just and they're going to Shiketsu? Yeah, I think so. They're talking about Shiketsu. I definitely can't wait to see more Shiketsu get, uh, like some Shiketsu people get involved, bro. I love me some um, Inasa, bro. Yeah, dude. Love him. I thought he would be he's like such a more prominent character. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, we have no way to get him into the story. It's, there's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, like so many cool characters. And it's just like, you just can't fit them all in the focus the way you need for the way that's a lot going on. Yeah. But you got to do that uh, because otherwise you're going to be like, all of these side characters are fucking whack. Like, why are they even in the story? Like, you got to make them interesting enough to where you mm -hmm. want to see more from them, even though the story can't really contain them all in a spotlight perspective. I like that the Shiketsu kids always show up at like a turning point in their development. Yeah. Because you can't show like this. You can't show the subtle growth. You need to just, every time they're there, something major's got to go down. Yeah. They yeah. Just, and then also like the, like our, ki our class A kids, they're like, you know, we've been able to see their subtle growth. And then I want to see Shiketsu and just, they look so different. I want them to like have that like, contrast and they're like oh yeah you know what everyone's grown that's yeah. Mm, yeah, satisfying man. i wonder how long this uh how we all became heroes stretch of chapters is is like gonna conclude because it sounds like it would be like the last you know tagline for chapters like of the series you know what i mean like by the end of that stretch it's like yeah we all like that's like sounds so end of series you know story arc title you know, but like, I think it's going to bring us to just the confrontation and then just everybody being on the front lines, like fully confident and ready to go is like kind of like the bow on that notion of like how we all became heroes. Because unless this is going to be like, you know, a 60, you know, chapter title naming Arc. convention kind of thing, like Shibuya incident, and then the story ends <laughs> and it's still titled after how we all became heroes could be something like that but no like i just don't see that happening because it's just not that kind of series yeah i don't either yeah but i'm interested dummy interested I'm interested to see what all might's talking about here too at the end yeah uh, the other battle that could decide it all what do you what do you somebody said in your life someone said in your live reaction they're like maybe they got to deal with parents again <laughs> And you were like, no, nah, we're not, <laughs> we're not going and getting arcs, you know, or uh, we're, chapters. We're past the yeah, we're past the parents. DMZ, like, okay, yeah, like yeah. world's at stake here. It's like I don't give a fuck right. what your mom got to say right now. Like we need your power here. So think of the parents. Fuck yeah, the parents. Like, nah, like, we, don't need, we don't need irrational, you know, parent logic right now. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't oh, know, man. man. Like I... the other battle that could decide it all. Like, man, what is that? I'm about to look in the comments. See what people have to say. Because so, I, I wonder what that would be, and it, I don't think it would be Shiketsu, though it could also be. Um, it might be. Gigantomachia is still out there, right? No, they got him hemmed up and like unconscious. They like that could still be what they're talking him. about, you know? Yeah. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Um, like, or that'll to like... keep him from getting freed, you know? Or no. I was like <laughs> I had this thought like <clears throat> maybe they use him in some kind of way as an ally and that's like a massive turning point obviously in the conflict if you got Gigantomachia would... working for you. Yeah, go ahead. Mm, I think they might use him as bait. Like, mm. that's the battle, right? Like, they're like, we need to control the battlefield. 
we don't know what the villains are going to do. We don't know where they're going to be. But if we leak intel and reveal where Gigantomachia is, we could possibly let the raid happen on our terms and be sure. prepared for that. And that's what I thought that they were going to be using Aoyama for, because you got to be careful with, like, you know, mines like, you know, all for one on the opposite side of the of the, of the the battle line, because it's like, man, it's like if you, you're going to be thinking that you're baiting them, but, like, you never know if all for one could put that together. It's like, why are we suddenly getting information about where Giganto Machia is? Like, I could just totally see him just seeing right through mm -hmm. something like that, you know what I mean? So I don't know... But obviously they could still do it. Like, uh, if, if it comes down to, like, leaking of intel, like, they could be using Aoyama for that, too. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're going to be trying to use Aoyama to communicate with All for One to set up an ambush or to lead him to a specific battlefield. You know what I mean? So that could totally... Gigantomachia stuff can definitely fit in there. Absolutely. I'm just, like, thinking, I'm like, man, you don't... You gotta be real careful with a strategy like baiting... You know, against the motherfucker, like, all for one, because that dude is too tactical, son. He's too smart. Five brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for real. No, Straight. it's just like, I, me, I, it's either that or they have, like, fi they've figured out where, like, a large stockpile of supplies and, like, a major hideout for the Paranormal Liberation Front. Because I feel like those guys are not as tight about security yeah due to their kind of like dogmatic philosophy sure i wonder how they're much, like yeah like they believe they're right right, right? and justified mm -hmm. so like that can make people slop yeah like i like an opponent that feels like he's fucking up they're gonna double lock they're gonna check all the doors twice they're gonna make sure their oven's off yeah you know yeah straight up cross all the i's dot all the t's villains that think that everything's going their way that's when they make mistakes so yeah. like i imagine that's that would be kind of their um fatal flaw yeah that's a good hubris. point that's a good um, point. i wonder how much uh how involved hawks is with whatever all for with whatever uh all might is talking about He's right there with him. He is right there in the panel as he says that, you know what I mean? And if they are talking about, you know, utilizing, you know, Underworld or or, or just incorporating, like, the, uh, some kind of Underworld situation or, or some kind of clandestine, you know what I mean, um, hidden faction of whatever side, you know, whether it's positive or, or whether it's protagonist or antagonist, like, Hawks is, like, right there for shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, that's a major part of his character is that he comes from that kind of of uh of situations so i wonder if they're going to be employing tactics like that just to get the job done even though that seems a little bit like you know unorthodox for conventional like tried and true heroes to kind of want to go mm -hmm. that route but this is you know this is it's getting to a point in the story where shit is real and you got to just get the damn thing done no matter what and i know that we're going to be you know like we already kind of like leaned into that with hawks and twice you know what i mean like in the paranormal liberation front war it's like you have like real heroes high-ranking popular heroes that are doing like super underhanded backdoor like almost villainous stuff to achieve their goals and it's like it makes sense with characters like hawks but if all might is like talking about employing tactics like those and that says a lot you know what i mean yeah oh man i i kind of like the fact that like Mount Lady seems so much more on top of her shit and less. She has she been getting, serious. yeah, you can, like, she's had a very subtle growth in her character, like, mm -hmm. since the beginning of the series, where she's just like, 
you know, celebrity. And a grand celeb- Yeah, celebrity everything, like showboating, like arrogant, you know what I mean? But then coming out of Paranormal Liberation Front War when she was like, you know, that deciding factor in the fight against uh, Giganto Machia, basically, or at least one of like, you know, the major obstacles at that point, like ever since then, she's just felt more and more like an actual hero and not just like, you know, some ditzy celebrity yeah she i love her transition from like kim k to captain marvel (laughs) yeah straight up that's good it's just good i I love that and i was looking for that and then kim k to captain marvel that's amazing straight up that's how she be yeah fuck yeah man um she's dead serious now um she's like i'm sorry you've been through a lot but we can't waste a single day of effort we gotta go we can't involve, like, we have a best-case scenario with your Aoyama guy, but we cannot, you know, abandon our original plan. We just need to keep going forward. Let's go. Um, and then when I was skimming through that to, like, look at her lines and stuff, I came across that that big spread on 8 and 9, where, like, the close-up on Hatsume, and I yeah. was just like, oh, that is yeah. just, like, a very pure moment. I love the eyes. They're very detailed. Like, this is a very, like, yes. heartwarming, like... Yeah. The, co- the cross-hatching kind of on the gloves. Fire. Mm-hmm. So fire. This is the moment where she's, like, being super real, and that's beautiful. You know, yeah. like, when people are, like... You know what I mean, like... Yeah, whole page being... dedicated to the face while you say something profound and, like, you know character defining yeah that's always gonna slap no i it's like one of those moments when you like you're talking to someone they say something like very sincere yeah and you're just like oh i love you now yeah <laughs> like, like, oh yeah <laughs> it's like uh your sincerity is is refreshing and beautiful that kind of hell yeah man hell yeah. love it that's it for me i think that's about all i had for my hero as well yeah i'm good too all right, well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get into the final chapter of the night, the Peace de l'Existence, chapter 1036 of One Piece. <laughs> Bushido is the way of death. <clears throat> damn, I didn't know that was damn. the title. What? Hold on, where does it say that? Oh, damn, it does say that right there. That's a they not sick wrong. title. <laughs> we start off the chapter with uh, King sliced up. I'm saying he flashes back to Kaido, and they had a moment similar to... Zoro and Luffy's moment where, you know, Kaido or King says to Kaido, like, just keep being the strongest and I swear I won't lose any fight either. Mm-hmm. I'll make you the king of pirates, you know. Flashes back to my favorite Zoro moment when he uh, swears to Luffy he'll never lose again. Yes. Fire. So good. And, like, this little subtle buildup of the Kaido flashback is just, like, this is where Oda, like, really shines to me is, like, we know that we want to learn more about Kaido and his come up and his flashback and whatnot, but you and Oda can either you literally just go to the next chapter and all of a sudden you get a stretch of five chapters dedicated to the flashback, which I'm sure we'll you know we'll get for Kaido eventually. But sometimes he'll give you little flashback breaks here and there relevant to like what's going on at you know at any given moment in the actual story at the at the time and just make you want it more, like leaving like little like like breadcrumb setups that let you let you get your you know your feet wet a little bit but you don't fully get submerged yet and it's like man the way that he's handling kaido it's like this is the perfect way to do this throughout the course of the fight to just give him these little flashbacks when we finally get the tried and true kaido flashback like that's going to be such an epic moment in the storytelling and it's going to be so massive for people's perception of villains in one piece again every once in a while you get that that just amazing villain story doflamingo 
fucking Kaido, you know what I mean? And it's, I know that, that Oda's just ready to drop it, you know what I mean? And it's going to be so incredible. Yeah. Just with the build-up for it, but... Dude. But yeah, definitely a hype-ass moment with Zoro, man. Page yeah. 5, panel of him. Guess I might as well become the king of hell with the real black lightning coming off the swords, man. Yeah, he's like, fuck like, it, I, I got this Edma. I better lean into it, you know what I'm saying? Boom! And then he, he did cut off this dude's wing. I hate that, man. Whatever, we won't get into it. I just like, <laughs> like you know, last of his species, man, you cut his wing off? Come on, man. Shouldn't have been the ops. Get away from me. What the fuck do you mean? Don't, don't try to, don't, don't square up if you ain't ready, you know what I'm saying? I lost this eye. <laughs> you talk too much shit while trying to kill me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and you, you were being dead. a dick about it. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't dead. Just walk it off. Yeah, huh. Walk yeah. it off, flying yeah. asshole. But like you were just trying to kill me. <laughs> you lucky all no. I took was a wing. <laughs> I loved, like, the reverse Sephiroth moment. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Mm. All I can hear is one winged angel just playing right now, mm -hmm. especially with this demonic Zoro panel. Right. <laughs> so thank you for having that same moment it really got to me um i like that now that he has like seemingly mastered enma enma's energy can be channeled through him to all his swords Ooh. which oh, yeah. i think is an interesting point because is that what's all going on swords. here is that like yeah i wow. mean enma stole his energy yeah still steals when the he hockey. was show when he yeah. wasn't having resolve so if he's resolved and is now mastered and like enma choosing him as his master yeah. then why wouldn't it lend him its power if that's really how it's working that's fucking cool like if it's enma stealing the hockey or the energy or whatever and just and him just controlling that that um siphon and like spreading, you know, whatever that shit is throughout the rest of his blades, like that's actually really cool to think about. Because they all turn, like all his swords suddenly turn black and start emitting like fire and lightning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely like Enma. But it's also um, like Conqueror's hockey too at the same time. Ooh. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's Conqueror's hockey immune. Yeah, like like his his blades are definitely like leaking that black, um, you know, shit because of Conqueror's hockey. But like still, like at the same time, like. The idea of Enma, like what you're saying right now, is still cool. You know what I mean? Like that's that's something that I really like thinking about right now because like I hadn't thought about that before, and it's like that's actually a thing, and that's tight. I love the wordplay um, on the same page five. Battle outside the dome, right brain tower, and so the idea that it's to the dome, but also a dome is just oh, really funny yeah. to me. <laughs> it's cheeky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cheeky. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and I like the right brain tower, the left brain tower, and I'm like, oh, actually, that's a really cool naming convention. It is for a giant head. Like, I'm stealing that. Yeah, like, that's dope. Next time I have a giant skull. Yeah, right and left brain. <laughs> fuck it, do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Oda's really good yeah. with naming things. Everything is like named. Like most things are named really cool. There are some like funny, like holy shit, what kind of name is that kind of situation. CP0 about to turn up though, man. Yeah, we got Power Wong. Yeah. King has just been defeated, and they're like, um, I like the dialogue we get from here. So the lead performers in Toby Ropa are all down. This is a grave state of affairs, but of course, there are still two monsters in this battle who can render all of this valiant effort utile. <laughs> we get big mom, man. <sighs> 
Ah, still going crazy. Yeah. But she's not like starved or whatever. You know what I mean? Like she, I don't know how long it's been since she's ate anything, but she's not going into like that form yet. And like, I want to say like, if you're going to defeat big mom, like you got to go through all of, you know, like that stage eventually, you know what I mean? Like she, what, she's just going to lose like in her base form, oh, essentially. Her ravenous form. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's eventually got to get to that point. Cause that's where, that's where like all the real smoke comes from. You know what I mean? So it's like, when is like, are we going to see that? Are they going to, are law and kid going to like bring her to a state like that? Is that even how it works? I don't think that like, it, I mean, it is based on like, you know, how hungry you are, right? Like, is she going to use up more energy and put herself in that state? Or is she actually just hungry or do you just have to whoop her a bunch and then she just gets more and more pissed and, you know, more and more like hungry yeah, and rage? I don't really know exactly how it works, but. Because if it's based off true hunger, she might not even enter that ability because yeah. she was feasting, whining and dining with Kaido. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Earlier. So she might yeah. be just straight up stuffed and just doesn't have access to that like desperate hunger power. Yeah. So that's just like, yeah. that's just like a crazy situation if they like fight her the entire time and bring it down and then maybe even potentially defeat her. And we just don't see that form again. Like, that'd be cool. But it's like, man, I'm going to feel like it wasn't a real fight then or something. You know what I mean? Or something like that. I don't know. It's just, like, weird to think about. I mean, I don't know. I think that the the hunger pangs is kind of its own thing, you know? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like, you know, a regular, like, part of her fighting style, though. Like, she... Like, like you got to deal with that. Like, like, people be dealing with that shit whenever they fight. Like, Big Mom is what it felt like to me. So it's like... Like, if you beat her and she never goes into that mode, it's like, mm, I feel like we didn't get true big moms. Like, you got lucky. I don't want to feel like my my guys are getting lucky, you know? But, I mean, if that's the way it has to go because big mom is just that dominating, then, like, that also feels cool, too. You know what I mean? It's just, like, something I never really thought about before until right now. Yeah. Uh, hey, the double spread on 8 and 9 is really funny. I just like yeah. that how Yamato's still tight with a couple people from her crew, and she's like, yeah. hey, you want to just, like, kick his ass? And he's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna headbutt the shit out of him. Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> it just, like, adds to the chaos of the situation where you think the battle lines are drawn, like, so defined, but then, like, you have all of these, like, other mini relationships and dynamics that are still playing a factor in, like, who goes where and who fights who and who gets in the way of who at any point in time. It just, like, really feels as chaotic as it needs to for a situation like this. Mm -hmm. I, I love how they just talk like they're Pokemon yeah. to these numbers. They're just like, Roki. Yeah, <laughs> just say yeah. their name over and over again. It's like, it's like, I made them fun looking. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Going back to Usopp was uh, cool. Um, it it, it, it kind of just makes me feel like everybody is going to get like a second win kind of like showing. You know what I mean? Like throughout the court, the rest of the course, because I I know that like a lot of people are like kind of like disappointed in how some of the fights went. I don't really feel any disappointment in how the fights have kind of gone down. Really, you know what I mean? Like I might say, you know, like oh this could have been longer or whatever. But I mean at the end of the day, it's like people could get multiple fights and like the cool shit could still be coming. You know what I mean? Like even though they did make the comment about how it all comes down to Big Mom and Kaido, like there's still a lot of enemies out here. You know, and if we're switching back to you know straw hat perspectives like here with Usopp where he's doing a little bit more and a little bit more like you never know like there could be a big fight for him like right around the corner you know mm. and and everybody could come back and do some other shit you know what I mean like Frankie like what the fuck's Frankie doing where's Jinbei you know what I mean like we haven't seen these characters for a while for a reason I want to assume so I'm yeah. like really excited to see Usopp focus again for a little bit in this chapter definitely for sure
Usab Usab focus is always good focus. Yeah, <laughs> I think Usab always comes in some of the most clutch yeah. roles. Yeah, he's the clutch shooter for sure. And we're gonna get some Ezo shine as well. Good shit. Yeah, Ezo Ezo pulling up like this was like so like cool to me. Takes off the fucking like lets the kimono hang down like you know guns out. You know what I'm saying? Toolied up. You know what I'm saying? Let the Kazuki crest on the back show. That was a great the Kazuki and crossbones because yeah. it's like. Farmer Whitebeard. Oh yeah. Commander. Oh damn, is that a combination of both sigils? Yeah, I think so. Because no, like no way. Hold on. it's gotta be. Look at it. It's it's the crossbones and he's with Marco, right? Izo yeah. was in the pre time skip. No, that's just for... the Kazuki sigil. Yeah, no, they all they're, they're But all like it's got a little 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 crossbone flare. Yeah, they, yeah, that's in there. That's in the that's in the crest yeah. normally. Oh, is it? Yeah, Weird. yeah. I had to double check yeah. that because yeah, on. that's in there. Yeah. Now I'm gonna look up the white beard sigil or Jolly Roger flag. Yeah, yeah. Just the cross with his face on it. Yeah. I thought he. But that was a cool. Yeah, no, that I was I was ready for that to be a thing, and I was gonna be like, that's so fucking tight. But I was like, nah, I swear I've seen these crossbones on this this Kazuki mm. shit already for non white beard retainers. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool though. Yeah, and then we go to uh, Raizo and Fukurokuju, I think is how you say that. Yeah. And they're having a very, um, I don't know. Literal standoff. But yeah, it's kind of boring, but like it's cool at the same time because the writing kind of like, you know, their, their dialogue back and forth, like kind of like, but it's just like standing there waiting for flames to engulf you. It's like, all right, well, it's ninja shit, so it's, whatever. It's but it's ninja just like, chicken. Yeah, ninja chicken, yeah. <laughs> Can you take the heat, yeah, I just remember being like, that's all that they're on right now? This is all that this is for a while? Like, that's... <laughs> I mean, they're the old crowd. They're doing sure. a lot, but doing nothing at all, you right, know? That's yeah. their that's their shtick. I mean, hey, it's a mirror um, match. Like, mirror matches. Like, remember, Metapod versus Metapod episode of oh fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> a I... Pokemon, <laughs> yeah. I won my match by picking up my Metapod and bludgeoning the other <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Damn. I love Usopp's line. Like it's like it's like leave us. I'm done for. I said, cool. I'll leave you both the same as skin. Hey, wait. What the fuck did I even show up for here? What is up with you guys and wanting to die? Seriously, yeah. what the fuck is up with that? Yeah, he's like you samurai, yeah. weird as shit. It's like, you gotta cling to life with everything you got, bro. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it reminds me of like uh, man, uh, Toki Yuki and that otter face dude from uh, yes. Elusive Samurai is like the exact same kind of conversation they were having. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Love that. Um, And I do like that, like, even Izo, like, Izo actually knows who Usopp is and calls him God Usopp. And I'm just like... Yeah, you got you. You got real fans. You got people of importance knowing who you be. It's not like, just the joke from the Dressrosa crew. It's like, nah, this is yeah. like spreading outward. Like, he's always kind of had that, like, you know, um, notoriety ever since like in East Lobby, like Soga King, like, yeah, like Soga King was on the wanted poster, and motherfuckers from outside the arc were like, like, damn, is that 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 motherfucker Soga King? Like, he's always got that like extra air of importance to him that like obviously he doesn't entirely deserve but is still a great character but he's just always got that moniker that everyone like overestimates him for and it's like yes. i just love that in his character you tried to be too cool for school and it's backfired on you yeah. your tall tales have bit you in the butt once again bud they're about to start coming uh, true dude he <laughs> seriously is and he's kind of jacked now like it's kind of yeah. funny like they zoom in on his face where he's like, you know, looking his worst, but like, yeah, 
post time skip is like you know he's swole he's, he's got some muscle he's got some muscle he's that, got corded up you know yeah, that hair that hair hair training fucking got him got him kind of kind of buffy got them gains up yeah yeah oh yeah man What's next? What else? We Last panel, fire with uh, Luffy hitting Kaido with the rock gun, and they're like, "Yep, we having fun now, baby." Yeah, yeah, yeah warrior yeah. spirit in both of them. I wonder if it's gonna go into just like Kaido and Luffy specific, like fighting storytelling for uh, a chapter or two. Yeah, I know that there's still a whole lot going on around them. They're gonna switch perspectives pretty often, but I would love to just get. It's been a while since we've had like just like a straight Luffy versus Kaido chapter, you know. So I think that that would be great for next week but i wonder when the kaido flashback is gonna start though because it's like man it's gonna be like very soon after they switch the whole focus to kaido and luffy probably start getting it right there once all the other mm -hmm. chaotic stuff is kind of starting to wind down yeah yeah choreography sure. on this is fire it's like loading up gum gum attacks getting interrupted recovering from the interruption and then and then finishing it like i love shit like that i love the two-handed downward block using the bagua yes like, ah, he just swats it like, yeah he's like boom yeah. and then he like swings over his head i was like oh that's so good and he ate that shit too um, he took that straight to the top of the head but then like instantly countered and they both fall over and they're like oh yeah this is that real shit <laughs> I think it's interesting that, like, Kaido vaguely looks like Gold Roger. Oh, my God. And, and, oh, because, like, the mustache and the big hair. smile. His facial and hair, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. big smile. And I think that he literally is representative of the old generation, you know? Yeah. So, like, Luffy defeating a guy that looks like Gold Roger because he's of that generation and, like, really cement the, like, ascension. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Dude, I, yeah. man, the 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 CP zero dude like commenting on Drake's strength was actually pretty cool to see. He's like, that took longer than expected. He was tough, and it's like, oh damn, a little bit of acknowledgement. Like that kind of says a lot inside of the the power situation because I, I feel like myself included, a lot of people thought that Drake was just like a bum, <laughs> basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like yeah. having the CP zero dude like acknowledge him. He's got a little blood dripping down. You know, he took him to you know mid diff. Like that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. yeah no i i like that a poo's getting away and he has pictures right he has information so he might be able to have that incriminating information that yeah. might paint the gov world government in a bad light yeah. and i think that's absolutely necessary mm -hmm. um and if he has it he might even have pictures of like no he wouldn't have pictures. he's too busy running away yeah um of um like Drake being attacked by CP0. I was like, hey, isn't this guy a Marine? Why is he being attacked by a government official? Oh, sure, sure. You know, that kind of thing, because yeah. that shit sells. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, man. Amazing chapter, dude. They, yeah, so yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I think I'm good too. They, they just pack so much in these chapters, and it's just like there's so much to talk about, like every single time, no matter what's happening, especially at a climactic point like this. It's like, so many areas of just like just oda man oda be fitting a lot in these bro like yeah, yeah. imagine if he took his like time with yeah. each scene we'd yeah. be way further than a thousand chapters oh, okay yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like you could tell you could tell he's really insanity. starting to kind of uh condense things it's not 
It's not he's as uh, spread out as before. Doctor Stone approach. He's trying to get this shit done, man. He's like, man, I'm doing this for I'm going on thirty years. By the time I'm done with this shit, bro, it's time to wrap this motherfucker up. Right. My series has had children by now. Right, straight up. But yeah, that's I'm, I'm good on. I'm good on One Piece. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. I think that'll uh, that'll be it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast. Thank you all so much for watching. If you did, be sure to slap a like on the video if you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to the channel for more fire-ass weekly content. Make sure you comment down below. Let us know what you thought of this weekend jump and uh, just chop it up with us down there. Yeah. Uh, like we said before, take a look in that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts such as Twitter, online communities like Discord, audio listening platforms to consume the podcast on, as well as our online shop or our Patreon to uh, support the podcast. And like we said before, new merch on the uh, online shop, collaborate with some awesome Twitter artists to make that. And uh, it's kind of um, thematical of anime and manga tropes that you see commonly. So check that out. Really appreciate that. And this will be another incredible episode of the Project Manga Podcast wrapping up. I'm your host, Eagle. Nice. And I'm Mellow Yes. Sarabada.